0: the indiana basketball source podcast is back uh first time in 2023 Uh, i'm trevor andershock and we'll welcome jeff shanley to the podcast how we doing shark oh pretty good just uh this episode we're going to run through uh each sectional and pick a winner for each one like we do each year shark trying to make up for picking the Valpo Vikings to beat Chester in the sectional last year. but Hey, hey, Trevor, surprises might happen this year. I wouldn't get too confident with uh, five of the oh Trojans. Boy. But uh, we'll we'll start with 4A and go through all 64 sectionals, um, and then we'll pick our overall state champs at the end as well. So let's dive into sectional one up in uh, Northwest Indiana, Sharks.
1: Yeah, this is a seven team sectional over at Munster. Uh, Hammond Central and Gary West play the Tuesday game. Uh, the Wednesday games, Maryville versus Munster and Lake Central versus East Chicago Central. Hammond Morton gets the bye. They'll play the winner of Hammond Central and Gary West. And Trevor, I think this sets up uh, really, you know, almost as if you seeded this sectional. You have Hammond Central on one side of the bracket and Munster on the other. I think those are the uh, clear class of the the sectionals. Uh, field up there, and they have a chance to meet on Saturday night uh, up at Munster. Uh, Both these teams having fantastic years, led by a couple of seniors. uh, Jordan Woods for Hammond Central and
0: Brandon Trilley for Munster. Yeah, Hammond Central kind of flying under the radar with only one loss on the season. They do play a lot of Chicago teams. Um, They should be pretty ready for a, a kind of deep run here if they can get by Munster, like you said. But really balanced team for Hammond Central, like you said, Jordan Woods, Matthew King, Vince Overshown, Danny Garza, Amari Moore, Kenneth Grant. I mean, those are can lead the team in scoring on any given night. You got like uh, Overshown, King, and Grant are the outside shooters of the team. Jordan Woods going to Eastern Illinois for football. So they have athleticism. They have outside shooting. They can do a little bit of everything. Um, have to kind of pick them as a favorite, but Munster 22 and 2 on the season. Can't overlook them and Brandon Trillies 21 points per game either. Um, outside of them, Gary Westside only 5 and 17 on the season, but do have a freshman guard, uh, Reggie Trey Hinton. Um, he'll be one to watch in the future years. Talented point guard that can make shots and create his own shot. And then Lake Central, um, 15 and 8 on the year. Kind of a balanced team. I don't know if they have enough shooting to pull an upset here, but uh, another team that had a good season.
1: Yeah, Lake Central actually handed Munster one of their two losses back in December by three points. Um, Munster's losses, their two losses, were that three point loss to uh, Lake Central and then a one point loss in overtime at the uh, Homestead holiday tournament to. Uh, a kind of a down Hamilton Southeastern team, but um, they haven't lost in over two months. Hammond Central, obviously 22-1. and one. They've only lost one game this year. I think those are the two uh, class of the field. You obviously have to take Lady Central seriously if you're Munster having already lost to them, but I think everybody else in the field, Maryville, kind of having a down year by their standards. So um, Hammond Central and Munster, I think that sets up for the championship game. Trevor, who do you who do you have coming out of that sectional?
0: Ooh, it's going to be a tough one. I think uh, Hammond Central's got enough. I like their overall balance. Um, if they can slow down Brandon Trilley, um, I think that gives them a good chance. I know you really like the point guard, David Cundiff. He scores about 13 a game for Munster, but I think Hammond Central will have uh, just a little too much for him.
1: Yeah, I think you know pace of that game is going to be – key hammond central is going to want to play a little bit quicker munster is going to want to slow it down a little bit um if munster could take care of the basketball they're certainly capable of pulling uh pulling off a victory there but uh, i'm going to go with you as well i think hammond central just the quality of their their balance and their depth i think wins out there and i'll take Hammond central to
0: come out of that sectional oh boy both on the same page right off the bat shark never a good uh good thing let's move over to crown point and uh Let's talk about that possible Chesterton-Valpo matchup in the uh, title game there. Well,
1: this is kind of a uh, going sectional one where the favorites were on the same side of the, or opposite sides of the bracket. This one, Chesterton, they do draw by last year's 4A state runner-ups, uh, but they get the winner of Crown Point Portage, two conference foes, both having pretty good years. Um, in the Friday semifinal, whereas you look on the other side, Hobart, Kankakee Valley, Valparaiso, and Lowell. Uh, Hobart's got the best record at 11-11, Valpo just 11-13 on the year, and then Kankakee Valley with nine wins, Lowell just two on the year. Um, I think it sets up for Valparaiso to come out of that side of the bracket. Chesterton's going to be tested a little bit more, Um, but Tyler Parrish, uh, Justin Sims, obviously veterans, um from last year's state uh championship uh game run for the trojans so uh they're looking pretty good 18 and 5 not undefeated like they were in the regular season last year trevor
0: but uh still a pretty good year for uh cheesetown natives yeah Tr- travis grayson and chris mullen are gone from last year's state final team but uh like you said sims and paris have stepped up nicely surgeons have got some uh, production from freshman Logan Picorny off the bench as a shooter too. Um so I like them especially getting the buy. Uh, that always helps. I mean, it's just one less game you can slip up on. So I like them. They uh that Crown Point Portage game will be interesting. Uh Crown Point obviously led by AJ Lux, big time shooter going to Bellarmine, Portage with kind of a a younger group but with the Wellmans and Garrett Clark, I mean, they're capable of beating anybody in the sectional, so it should be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, looking over to Valpo, like you said, just 11-13 and 13 on the year, but you have Ball State signing Mason Jones averaging a double-double, creating a lot off the dribble, and then Jack Smiley, he set the Valpo scoring record for a sophomore, uh, just their sophomore season scoring record, so you know he's a uh, talented kid. and. Their third option is Derek Brooks, but he just kind of cleans up, going to the basket here and there. It's mainly Smiley and uh, Jones doing the production for Valpo. Like you said, I think it does set up for the classic Chesterton-Valpo uh, title game, and I will have to pick my Trojans here in Char- the Shark.
1: Yeah, I mean, we can we can throw the records out when Chesterton and Valpo get together. That's one of the more fierce rivalries in the state, but uh trevor i'm not maybe not going to so far as say chesterton gets back down to indy just quite yet but i do think they advance out of this sectional at crown point um maybe a close game in friday uh crown point and portage um the winner of that taking on chesterton but you look at uh chesterton if they do get valpo in the title game uh, just a five-point winner on the road at Valpo in the regular season just a few weeks ago, but I think Chesterton comes back ready to play, and the Trojans take
0: that one as well. Yeah, I did watch that Chesterton Valpo game live, and uh, it was a close one. Chesterton had a or Valpo had a few chances to steal it from Chesterton after the Trojans were leading most of the way, but uh, Chesterton held on for that one. I thought you might uh, go a little upset, pick maybe take Crown Point with Lux getting hot or something there, Shark.
1: Uh, I mean, that's certainly a possibility. You have somebody like AJ Lux, who kind of a combustible shooter, you know, it's not out of the realm where he hits seven or eight in a game and just, um, just wins one by himself. I just don't know if Crown Point has the necessary depth, um, if Lux doesn't go off and Portage, like you said, a young team, a bunch of sophomores, um, their time may come in the future. But I think right now maybe just maybe just a little too inexperienced to really grab hold of this sectional.
0: Yeah. All right, so sure. we're both on the same page again. Let's move over to LaPorte and uh, see what's happening over there.
1: Yeah, heading over to LaPorte, another uh, DAC school hosting a sectional. Uh, six-team affairs, South Bend Adams and Michigan City, the first Tuesday game, Plymouth and Mishawaka, the second Tuesday game. Uh LaPorte will get the Adams Michigan city winner and South Bend Riley gets the Plymouth Mishawaka winner. Um, one of the more fun players to watch in the state in this one, Jamie Hodges from Michigan city. Um, I'll let you call out the height on Jamie, but a, a diminutive but dynamic
0: score for the wolves. Yeah. He's been scoring since he was a freshman and he hasn't slowed down as a senior. Um, it's just a matter of will Michigan City get enough production around him? Alan Bridges has had his moments uh, this season, but uh, the, the Wolves will need more than just Hodges to win this sectional. It is a good sectional overall, too. We mm-hmm. got Laporte at 17 and six. Riley's a good young team at 13 and nine. Uh, Michigan City is 16 and six. Uh, Michelle Walker is 17 and six. So we got plenty of good teams here. Um, Riley's kind of on the young side as well. Sophomore Marvin Schindler averaging 15.7 for him. Uh, Jalen Barbara, um, about double figures. Brandon Williams about eight and a half. So they could always kind of come together and pull an upset or two. Um, especially getting that bye into Friday night, but, uh, I like this Laporte team team that shoots a bunch of threes. They have a good senior and Kyle Kirkham about scoring about fourteen and a half points per game. Um so I'm gonna go ahead and go with the uh, slicers to pull out the sectional here on their home court. And
1: Trevor, I'm gonna take Michigan City. Uh having to play that extra game but kind of get the jitters out uh early on in the in the uh sectional. They play an Adams team that's just eight and thirteen on the year. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and take Jamie Hodges and the wolves to come out of this one. I think he, you know, they've had some, some good teams there in his time. And this is, you know, his last go around. I think he's going to be ready to go and locked in this week. So
0: uh, we'll differ on this one. I'll take Michigan city. There we go. Finally differing. The one that I do not think we're going to differ on sectional four over at Elkhart. Uh, no, there's some there's some decent teams here, but uh, one of them
1: kind of stands head and shoulders above the rest, and that is the Kingsmen of Penn, 23 and one on the year, led by um, Mr. Basketball contender, maybe even say front runner uh, Marcus Burton. Uh, the six foot point guard is just going absolutely nuts this year, uh, scoring, shooting, distributing, steals defensively. Their only loss is. T- to Ben Davis at the Hall of Fame tournament, 12-point uh, loss to the undefeated Giants, who are ranked number one in the state in 4A. That's the only blemish on Penn's record. There's some some interesting teams. They draw a 6-16 six and 16 Elkhart team. That's just not going to be up to the challenge. I got to see Warsaw last Friday. Um, Jackson Gould, the future Indiana Wesleyan Wildcat, he's a little banged up um, with a shoulder injury, but he's certainly capable. His younger brother, Carson, uh, running the show, um, They've got some nice pieces there. Lucas Bricker, a shooter for them, went for 18 in their win against Carroll on Friday. So uh, Luke Yeager, a 6'8 guy in the post, can uh, step outside and shoot a little bit. So he can provide some matchup uh, issues. But the biggest matchup issue is who can stop Marcus Burton. And the answer really so far this year is
0: nobody. Yeah, nobody's really even slowed him down much. Scoring 30 and a half points per game. 44% from three, 62% from two, 88% from uh, the free throw line.
1: And distributing more as well this year than he has in the past. His assist numbers are up a lot.
0: Yeah. So if you're going to slow down Penn, you got to stop Burton at some point. That just has not been able to happen. So I'll go with Penn (laughs) to win the sectional pretty easily.
1: Yeah, I'll take Penn as well. I think – you know, they're obviously one of the state title favorites and there's just not anybody else in this sectional field that can that can slow them down, I think.
0: All right. Let's move over to sectional five and uh, Fort Wayne there, Sharks.
1: Yeah, taking place at Carroll, another six-team uh sectional. DeCalb and East Noble, any eight foes, first Tuesday game. Northside and Carroll, uh, the second Tuesday game. Northrop awaits the DeKalb East Noble winner, and Snyder awaits the Northside. Carroll winner and this really um, The championship game is probably For all intents and purposes Going to be played on the second game on Tuesday night that's the Northside Carroll Game both of those teams Over 500 the rest of the teams DeKalb 6 and 15 East Noble 3 and 19 Northrop 4 and 18 and Snyder 3 and 20 um, Those teams are all Struggling um, Should be an interest a Carroll team That's a bit younger only uh, two seniors in the rotation and not counted on a whole lot. They have a Kanan Hauser and Jackson Pardon on the wings for Carroll. A um, couple of kids who can really score in bunches. And Northside, um, obviously led by Tay Johnson, the uh, dynamic high-level football prospect is also an incredible point guard. He's already over 1,000 points for his career, uh, his junior year. They have other guys too, you know, um, Jordan Green, Eugene Young, Brashawn Bissett. Um, they've got a lot of pieces there around him um, that can that can score as well. So Tay's obviously able to go off for 30 plus. I saw him against Concordia. I think he had 35. Uh, but they're more than just him. And uh, they are certainly more than capable of coming out of this sectional. Carroll did win the regular season game by six, however.
0: Yeah, I do like Northside. Tate Johnson would be a high-major basketball product, prospect if he wasn't a elite football guy. But uh, Northrop as well, Dolman uh, Alexander scoring about 17 a game. But I do think it comes down to Carroll and Northside that first game on Tuesday night. Well, second game on Tuesday night. Um, and I'll take uh, – probably side with Carroll here just by a smidge. And – uh I think they're kind of more, a little bit more balanced gets it done here. Sharks. Yeah,
1: I think, um, I'm going to take Carol as well. I really like their sophomore point guard, Jair, uh, Sampson, who I saw a kid that can shoot a little bit, can get his own off the dribble. Um, he's going to put pressure on Tay defensively. And like I said, pardon and Hauser, um, pardon more of a slasher guy, who a physical lefty at six, three or so. And then, uh, Kanan Hauser, a 6'4 guy with pretty much unlimited range um, and also a decent off the dribble as well. So um, I think Carroll can control the tempo. Ryan Abbott's not afraid to uh, make you work for your points as well. And I just don't think anybody else in that sectional field outside of those two teams really has a chance. Uh, We mentioned Dalman Alexander at Northrop, but Snyder is very young. The Cal just doesn't have the firepower. East Noble's really struggling as well, so. Uh, I'm going to take Carol as well, Trevor, uh, to come out of that sectional. We'll move on down to sectional six. That's taking place in Whitley County at Columbia City. Um, Some quality teams here at the six-team affair. Fort Wayne Wayne, the SAC champion generals, uh, will start us off the first game Tuesday against New Haven. Uh, The nightcap Tuesday is Homestead against Huntington North. Southside plays the Wayne-New Haven winner, and the host Eagles of Columbia City get the Homestead Huntington North winner, Trevor.
0: Yeah, I think it really comes down to uh, Homestead and Wayne here. Will Jamison having a great year for Homestead, about 18 points per game. You got uh, Kyron Kopericki, uh scoring about 15 a game, and then Grant Leaper going to Iowa for football. Gives them a pretty good trio. Um, losing Fletcher Lawyer and rebounding to have a season like they have is pretty good. Um, Wayne. Has taken that next step behind Javon Lewis scoring about 16 a game and Chase Barnes scoring 14 a game. That that backcourt duo, you know, can shoot threes, trade off the dribble, do a little bit of everything for him. And uh I think that's why Homestead and Wayne are the uh, two teams to beat here, Shark.
1: Yeah, I've really liked Wayne. This is a a younger Wayne team. They really, I think, just have two seniors, Monty Smith and uh Marquise Lee in their rotation. They're led by uh, Barnes and Lewis. And then another uh, sophomore, H.J. Dillard, uh, in the front court, gives him a 6'5 physical kid that can rebound, can score a little bit. He's taken a big step this year um, for Wayne. Obviously, uh, a great season on the south side of Fort Wayne. Wayne beat Homestead at Homestead in overtime in the regular season. Um, So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, You look at other teams in this sectional, Columbia City led by the future Bethel pilot uh, guard Andrew Hedrick. He's having a phenomenal year for Matt Schaus and the crew out there, Uh, but there's really just not a ton around him. Um, He's going to have to put up 35 a night, I think. Um, They do draw a bye, but they'll probably end up with Homestead um, in that second semifinal. So might just not be enough firepower for Columbia City. Uh, They're a very small team, basically play five guards. They're going to have to find a way to, combat grant leaper and tucker day as well uh two six 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 seven kids in the post for the spartans so i do think it's going to be uh wayne and homestead meeting in the saturday uh championship game and trevor um i'm gonna say it's uh two times is the charm and wayne gets him again uh for a sectional title for the generals
0: yeah that first meeting did go over time and it was at homestead and wayne still beat him. um I think I'm going to go with Homestead to come back, make the adjustments, and uh, get the W against uh, Wayne here. So I'll take the Spartans to uh, take sectional six, Shark. Okay, we'll head on over to sectional seven
1: at Kokomo. Some uh, pretty good lineup here. Uh, Six teams, Harrison and Lafayette Jeff, two Tippecanoe County rivals, squaring off on Tuesday, the first game. Logansport and Marion, the second game Tuesday. their host Wildcats get the bye. They'll take on either Harrison or Jeff and McCutcheon just six and seventeen on the year will take on the Logansport Marion winner. I think we have to all start with uh the junior phenom Flori Badunga and Kokomo,
0: who made it to semi state last year. Yeah, and they brought back pretty much everybody from that semi state team. Um obviously Florey uh Leads and way, half points, 13 rebounds, over four blocks a game. I think the most ridiculous thing is he shoots 82% from the field. Um, and then he's increased his foul shooting uh, percentage. Was in the 40s last year, up to 55% this year. So just can't foul him and uh, get the ball back like they did a few times last year. But uh, Shane Spear, Patrick Hardeman, Xavion Bellamy, Zion Bellamy, all having good years around him. Um, they don't play the quickest pace in the world, um, so you can slow them down and kind of surround Badonga and uh, try to take him away. But I just don't think anybody in the sectional has the height or even the strength to deal with a flurry. Um, Marion's pretty young. They don't have that size. Jamin in the sophomore, scoring 19 a game and seven and a half rebounds per, but He's more of a guard than a a post player, so he won't be on him. Harrison having a great year. Uh, Ben Henderson, about 21 a game. But again, they just don't have that size to match up with Kokomo. So I'll take uh, the Wildcats to win this one, Shark. Yeah, I think Harrison's the second-best team in this
1: field, and Harrison lost to Kokomo by 21 um, earlier this year. Uh, Like you said, he's such a – such a game plan nightmare because you have to account for him defensively. He turned, he just erases everything at the rim and you know, you're forced to shoot jumpers and the rest of the Kokomo guards know that so they can get up and, and press you a little bit, try and force a couple turnovers because they know they have um, somebody at the back line who can cover up a lot of mistakes. And then offensively you have to, it's almost like in college with Zach Eady, you have to game plan your entire, um, Defensive focus around Flory, and a lot of times it still isn't good enough. And those other guys, like you said, they have most of their team back. Certainly capable of, you know, the Bellamy brothers, uh Shane Spears, certainly capable of stepping up and and having big games themselves. So I'm gonna take Kokomo as well, Trevor. Oh, no upset there, huh? No. Let's head on over to Sectional Eight. This is gonna be a Carmel this year. One of uh, year in and year out, one of the best sectionals. Certainly one of the best atmospheres for sectionals um, around the state. Uh, Carmel and Westfield. Uh, Westfield last year's sectional champs for the first time in school history. They tip us off on Tuesday night. And then uh, Mudsock, part two, Fishers and HSC in the second game on Tuesday. Noblesville draws a bye. They'll get the Carmel Westfield winner, and Zionsville gets the Fishers HSC winner and. Uh, Trevor, this is a really, really kind of balanced sectional. Um, You wouldn't be surprised, really, to see five of the six teams uh, come out of this one, I think.
0: Yeah, and it feels like Zionsville probably got the best draw, um, getting a bye, and then the winner of Fisher's HSC, where you know they're going to beat each other up in that one. So um, good draw for them. Obviously, Logan Himes going to Penn State leading the the way there. Uh, Nick Rehart inside, give them a good uh, inside presence. And then their outside sophomores, uh, McGuire Mitchell's really stepped up as the years gone by, good outside shooter, Drew Snively, Um, same thing, good outside threat. So Zionsville has all the tools to uh, pull one out here. Uh, Carmel is always Carmel. Uh, Sam Orm having a great senior year going to Belmont next year. He leads the way for them, but they have a good balanced team overall. Uh, Noblesville with a great year. Luke Almendor, um, 17 a game and shooting great from three. Aaron Fine, 14 a game. They've kind of been a surprise to me um, just how good they've been all season. Um, and then talking about Fishers, they have the best player in the sectional and sophomore, Jalen Harrelson, potentially top five or top ten kid in the country scoring 23 a game, eight rebounds, four assists as a sophomore. And uh the guys around him play their role very well. So wouldn't be uh wouldn't be a shock if um if uh Fisher's pulls one out here, but um I'm gonna go with uh where am I gonna go with here Shark. I think I'll go I'm gonna go with Zionsville. I like their draw. I like Logan Imes leading the way so I'll go with Zionsville here. Okay, yeah, and you talked about their sophomores. I was impressed
1: with them when I saw them back in December at the uh, Forum Tip-Off Classic, uh, Mitchell and Snively. A couple guys, obviously they're going to lose Imes and uh, Rehar at the end of this year, but a couple of guys for J.R. Howell to build around. Um, Noblesville took out Carmel in the regular season, um, so that's a potential you know, revenge game that could happen. Um, Westfield obviously winning the sectional last year, but they lose Mr. Basketball, Brayden Smith, and also Cam Hafner, who's huge for them. Alex Romack having a really good year. Um, and then Trey Buchanan at the guard spot kind of taking over a lot of the playmaking duties. Um, I just, in a sectional where there's maybe no standout team, uh, I'm going to take the team that has uh, time and time again come out of here, and that's Carmel. Uh, I think Sam Orm, uh, ready to kind of leave his legacy on the Greyhounds. He's been, you know, a periphery piece sometimes in the past, supporting a lot of other guys, um, like last year, Pete Suter, Charlie Williams, before that, Brian Waddell. Uh, Sam's always been there, and I think it's his time to shine. So uh, look for a big week from Sam Orm, and I'm going to take the Greyhounds coming out of sectional eight.
0: All right, uh, sectional 9 shapes up to be a great one. New Pal, Greenfield Central having great years. Mount Vernon and Anderson, uh, nothing to sneeze about. Uh, let's go through those matchups over at uh, Muncie Central.
1: Yeah, at the uh, historic Muncie Central Fieldhouse, seven teams here. Richmond and Pelton Heights get us started on Tuesday. Wednesday night should be a great one. I'm going to be down there on Wednesday. Uh, the host Bearcats, Muncie Central taking on a young but talented Mount Vernon team. And then the Nightcap Anderson, and Greenfield Central, that should be a doozy. Uh, New Pal, uh, you have to like their draw just for the fact that they get a bye. Um, they're 21-2 and two on the year, led by Ian Stevens. They await the Richmond-Pendleton Heights winner. Uh, Trevor, I'm really excited about this Wednesday night that I'm going to be down there. Should be two great games, a lot of talent there. Um, a lot of teams that maybe don't get the statewide pub and recognition that they deserve, but um, Anderson, Greenfield, New Pal, all having very, very good years.
0: Yeah, um, New Pal led by Blaine Nunley, uh, scoring about eighteen a game. Ian uh, Stevens scoring sixteen. Then they got Ben Slagley inside. Uh, good balanced team. Greenfield Central, Dylan Moles scoring twenty a game, dishing out five assists, going to Marion next year. And then they have a sophomore in Braylon Mullen scoring seventeen a game, shooting it really well. Um, I think those two teams are kind of at the head of the pack here. Mount Vernon, led by two freshmen, uh, Julian Smith and Luke Ertle. Uh, They're going to be a fun team to watch down the road. And then Anderson uh, had a great year last year, and Amir Carson came back, scored 22 points a game this year, five assists. Uh, Him and Jaquan Ingram leading the way. They have a sophomore in Damian King. He's another player to watch down the road, about 11 points and five rebounds a game. Um, and then they have a big fella inside, Jalen Murphy, so all those teams are uh, really talented and have a chance to win the sexual, and even Richmond, I mean, they've uh, they've kind of bounced back this year after struggling for a little bit, and they're at 16 and 6. Um, they have a few sophomores, and Cedric Horton averaging 16 a game, Mason Carpenter about 12 and a half, so uh, future bright for Billy Wright over there at Richmond, but Um, I still think it comes down to uh, Greenfield Central and New Pal. I'll go with uh, Greenfield Central to win this one, sure.
1: I just think Greenfield Central has a little bit of a tougher road here. Obviously, um, Amir Carson, one of the more combustible scorers in the state, he's having a fantastic year. He's certainly good enough um, to kind of carry Anderson by himself, and they've got a couple of periphery pieces that are good. Uh, New Pal sitting in the bye. Um, I think obviously has to help them. You know, they get, uh, you know, whoever comes out of the other half of the bracket is going to have to win two very tough games uh, to get to Saturday night. And New is going to be a little rested, kind of just sitting back with their feet up, watching all the carnage unfold in front of them. Uh, So I'm going to take the Dragons here, uh, Trevor, to come out of that. You know, Nunnally and Stevens, a great one-two punch uh, in their own right. So I'm going to take New Powell.
0: All right, let's go over to uh sectional 10. Always a uh a meat grinder of a sectional, but this year it looks like there is a, a a clear favorite for the first time in many years. Uh let's go through those matchups at Warren Central. Yeah, and you're looking at, you know, Tech,
1: the only team under 500 here uh in this field, a typical sectional 10 uh lineup. Warren Central and Lawrence Central on Tuesday, Wednesday night, LN and North Central, um and then Tech takes on Attics, uh in the second game Wednesday. Cathedral draws the bye. They'll get the Warren Central, Lawrence Central matchup. Uh, last year's state champs um, bring back some nice pieces, obviously. Jake Davis, uh, Xavier Booker, Jaron Tibbs having a phenomenal uh, year so far for the Irish. Uh, that front court is as good as any, uh, if not a step above any front court in the state. Um, And they get the bye, too, so they're sitting rested, only having to win two games to win this sectional. You look at L.N. with uh, Xavier Robinson, um, Addicts with Desmond Briscoe, uh, some other talented teams in there, but uh, I do think Cathedral is uh, maybe just
0: a smidge above everybody else. Yeah, especially throwing that that bye, getting to Friday night automatically. Like you said, Booker. Tibbs, Jake Davis, throw in uh the Portage Transfer, Kamari Slaughter, Sincere Germany. That's a heck of a team. Warren Central had a good season, 13 and 9. Jalen Hooks came in there and was productive. North Central behind Joey Brown, Jackson Bell. Uh they're a you know capable team at 13 and 8. And then like you said, Ln with the Xavier Robinson, Kobe Bowles. I mean, that's a dynamic backcourt. And Crispus Addicts with Briscoe's averaging about 16-11 and 11 each night. Ron Rutland's scoring like 19 a game. Um, and then DeAndre Hancock scored nine. He's a versatile player on the wing. So um, obviously another talented field, but I'm going to go with Cathedral to win this one, Shark. Yeah, I'm going to take the Irish as well. I think, you know, they just
1: maybe don't have the – Guard play they had last year, obviously that's hard to replicate with Tayshawn Comer and Jackson Edwards, but um like you said, LeBron Goss, Sincere Germany, um Derek Kennedy still obviously talented in their own right, and obviously that front court um as good as any. So I'm gonna take the Irish as well.
0: All right, let's jump over to uh Sexual Eleven at Perry Meridian Shark. Sure. Yeah,
1: seven teams here, Roncalli and Decatur Central get a start on Tuesday. Perry Meridian and Franklin Central, first game Wednesday. Southport and Ben Davis, the second game. Pike with the bye gets the winner of Roncalli and Decatur Central. uh, Trevor, we've got the number one undefeated Ben Davis Giants here um, sitting ready to try and make a run to a state title. But they get uh, a team that matches up, I think, pretty well with them in Southport. Uh, with a bunch of seniors who are are talented and have won a lot of games there on the south side.
0: Yeah, if you're going to beat Ben Davis, you have to handle their ball pressure. I mean, they're going to pressure the length of the court the entire game. Uh, Most high school teams just cannot handle that. But Southboard is is a team that is equipped to do that. A.J. Dantzler, Keon Miller, uh, Jaden Pinkston, they have enough in the backcourt where they can handle – uh, ben Davis's pressure. That's why they went into overtime uh, in late November, and Ben Davis only won by three, so that should be a good matchup, and don't overlook Pike. Uh, Devin Woods having a great senior year. Cam Caskey, one of the more under-the-radar juniors that could uh, blow up, and Joseph Anon uh, scoring about 12 a game, eight rebounds, so uh, pretty talented field. Obviously, Ben Davis a heavy favorite at 26-0, and 0, but even teams like Decatur Central behind KC Berry and Anthony Ball um, have a chance of uh, making some noise here. Yeah, and, and another kid at Southport, uh, Nickens Lemba, who
1: gives some size and strength to uh, try and counter Zane Doty inside for Ben Davis. Um, just not many people who are strong enough to deal with Zane, and think Nickens at least can put up a fight there, but Um, Ben Davis, you know, you talked about that overtime win. Ben Davis beat Southport by 11 in the Marion County tournament. Um, And I think that they make it three uh, wins on the year against the Cardinals and Wednesday night. I just don't see anybody else challenging Ben Davis. You talked about the ball pressure. They have so many guys who can get into you. Sheridan Sharp, Mark Zachary, one of the best defenders in the state at any position he's capable of guarding a lot of different guys. I have to think, you know, he may start off on A.J. Dantzler. Uh, And then you have, you know, there are scores from the backcourt as well, Clay Butler, K.J. Wyndham. I mean, the list of pieces goes on and on. We're not even talking about um, Mark White or Sean Arnold yet. I mean, they're so deep, so talented, so strong and physically gifted that I just don't see anybody um, challenging Ben Davis, at least in this
0: sectional field. Yeah, I'm there with you, Shark. Uh, I think Sheridan Sharp, Zane Doughty, uh, K.J. Windham, they kind of uh, lead the way. Obviously, Clay Butler, too, but uh, I don't think anybody's beaten them uh, in this sectional. Like you said, Southport is pretty well-equipped, but they haven't been able to get over the hump two times, and uh, doing it this time would be a, a major shock. So I'll go with Ben Davis as well. Let's move out to
1: Plainfield, sectional 12, five teams here, Avon and Terre Haute South, uh, on Tuesday night, Terre Haute North and Brownsburg, the first Friday semifinal and the host Quakers get either Avon or Terre Haute South in the second Friday semifinal here. Um, Trevor, I think you need to, to start with the Brownsburg Bulldogs led by, uh, fantastic junior cannon catchings, but also, uh, uh, Elhaj Di- Diallo, the senior uh, wing, a really physical slasher who's improved his perimeter shooting this year. He's having a fantastic
0: senior year uh, for Coach Lynch. Yeah, you have uh, four of the five teams uh, over 500, and then Avon's uh, a pretty talented team on its own. But like you said, it starts with Brownsburg, catching is developing into a top player nationally. 18 points, five rebounds a game, can do a little bit of everything, hit outside shots, handle the ball. Um, he's going to Purdue. Like you said, Diallo is fantastic, 16 points and seven rebounds a game. Um, definitely are the the favorites here, but plenty of talent around. Um, they play a, a balanced Terre Haute North team on Friday night. Uh, Plainfield gets a bye. They're 17-6 on the season. Uh, Eli Ellis scoring 14 a game, Colin Schmidt about 11, Cooper Martin about 11 as well for playing field. So they have a balanced team. Um, uh, mentioned Avon real quick, Jordan Lomax, the junior, he's a, a high scoring guard and just finds ways to get the ball into the bucket. Um, just overall, you know, they have some, they have some weapons at Avon. So even though they're a 10 and 13, um, playing Terre Haute South on Tuesday night, uh, don't overlook Avon to make a little noise here either, Shark. But I've got to go with Brownsburg to win this uh this five-team sectional. They had the best, probably best two players in the sectional with catchings and Diallo, so I'll take them. Yeah.
1: Brownsburg coming into the sectional on a two-game slide here. They lost uh kind of puzzlingly to Hamilton Southeastern and then uh Center Grove nipped them by one here uh last week. So little bit of a slide here for uh, the Bulldogs, but they're still coming in. They've had good wins in the past month over Zionsville and Attucks and Noblesville as well. So um, I just think they have too much firepower. Like you said, probably the best two players in the sectional, so I'm going to take Brownsburg as well, Trevor.
0: All right, let's go over to sectional 13 at Center Grove, who you uh, just mentioned there, Jeff.
1: Yeah, and Center Grove, kind of one one of the more surprising teams and the state this year, they're sitting at twenty and two, I believe, ranked fourth uh, in the latest poll. And uh, Zach Con is doing a great job down there uh, with the Trojans. Um, kind of just a by committee, um, different guys stepping up on different nights. Uh, they get their rival Greenwood in the first Tuesday game, Mooresville and Bloomington North in the second Tuesday game. Uh, Bloomington South will get, uh, the Greenwood Center Grove winner and Martinsville gets the Mooresville Bloomington North winner. Uh, the Bloomington schools, you can't count those out, but, uh, Center Grove having a phenomenal year this year.
0: Yeah. 22 on the year are the Trojans, Marcus Ankey, uh, leading the way senior guard, Will Spellman inside having a really good year for them. He, uh, I saw him battle Florida, but doing, uh, over the holidays and did a really good job. And, uh, Joey Schmitz, uh, Jalen Bundy on the outside as well, so a good overall group for Center Grove. I think they're the uh, clear favorite, but like you said, Bloomington North pretty solid with JQ Roberts. He's going to Vanderbilt next year, uh, six eight wing that does a little bit of everything, really athletic. Luke Lindeman having a really good sophomore year for the Cougars, um, so they're a team to uh, watch out for. In Bloomington South a little bit down, but they're still sixteen and eight. Gavin Weasley, uh senior in post for them a uh, solid player for the Panthers, but uh I definitely have to take center growth here, Shark twenty and two on the season. I don't see them uh losing at home in the sectional here.
1: Yeah, I mean it's you talk about uh a really balanced team. I'd I'd like to see, you know, Bloomington North or Bloomington South just have a little bit more surrounding their their main pieces here um that I think can get them in um in sectional time. You know, and JQ Roberts if he you know, if his jump shot's falling, he's a really tough guard. Um, I know he's it's been a little inconsistent with him, but he's having a phenomenal year. You certainly talk about one of the best transition players in the state—a guy who can uh, take the ball off the defensive glass and go coast to coast uh, through a lot of different people and finish uh, way above the rim. Um, Bloomington South, J.R. Holmes, obviously has has been around the block or so. They've got some some nice pieces around wisely, but uh maybe just don't have the firepower uh at the guard spots they've had in the past. So I'm gonna take center grove as well, Trevor. I think, especially on their home floor, uh they've they've got a real good chance to to make some noise here in the postseason.
0: All right, let's go over to Columbus North. Uh it looks like they are the favorite hosting it and uh the only team over five hundred in this one. Uh what are the matchups there? Yeah, so Shelbyville takes on East Central in the first Tuesday game.
1: Franklin uh, plays the host Columbus North in the second game. Whiteland gets the Shelbyville East Central winner. And Columbus East, just two and 19 on the year, uh, gets Franklin and Columbus North. And uh, you look at Columbus North, like you said, the only team above uh, 500 on the year, a Franklin team that um, is talented, uh, but maybe just not quite on Columbus North's level. Uh, just yet.
0: Yeah, but it's also kind of interesting. Franklin Community was basically in the same situation last year, made the deep tournament run. Uh, Micah Davis scoring 17.5 points per game, 5.4 rebounds, about four assists. Does he get hot and kind of lead Franklin to that uh, deep run once again? I think that's a possibility. Uh, Dylan Beverly for them, a, a lanky forward that does a little bit of everything. But I come back to Columbus North. Cooper Horn, four-year varsity player for them, scoring um, just under 18 a game. Um, I like them. And then Whiteland, I think they're probably the dark horse in this one. Wyatt McLaughlin scoring about 17 a game, athletic shooting guard. Um, He can kind of get it going, and they have the bye. So pretty pretty good setup for Whiteland. But I'm going to take Columbus North in this one.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take Columbus North as well. Like you said, I really like Cooper Horn's game. A, a kid who is maybe not talked about as much around the state, but a really solid player, a, a guard with some size that can do a lot of different things. Uh, so I'm going to take the Bulldogs as well, Trevor.
0: All right, let's go over to Seymour, where this is kind of a uh, a weird sectional where you have traditional powers are not the favorites this year.
1: Yeah, you look at um, – Six teams here, Bedford, North Lawrence, and Jennings County. That should be a great matchup to start us out. Uh, the first game Tuesday, Floyd Central, New Albany, another huge rivalry game, but both those teams are under 500, Trevor. Um, second game Tuesday, Jeffersonville gets the winner of Bedford, North Lawrence, and Jennings County. And Seymour, uh, the host Owls, will take the winner of Floyd Central, New Albany. Kind of stacked the three uh, above 500 teams on one side of the bracket, the three below 500 teams on the other side, Jennings County, twenty and two this year. Uh, their losses were two points to Center Grove, uh, and then six points at Jeffersonville uh, just a few weeks ago. But um, they've proven they can win high-scoring games. You know they beat a really good Brownstown Central team. Um, they've you know been in the eighties a few times this year, and and they can win some low-scoring games, playing in the you know low fifties as well. They beat Bedford North Lawrence fifty-one to forty. Uh, beat a good Connorsville team 51 to 38, a good Scottsburg team 50 to 45. So they can play a couple different styles
0: uh, down there at Jennings County. Yeah. Like you said, it's kind of interesting. You got all three uh, above 500 te- teams on one side and the below 500 teams on the other side. Uh, if one team gets lucky in one game uh, on that other side, could pull a major upset here, but. Jenning County uh, got through some dark times and have really built that program up, 20-2 on the season. Keegan Manowitz scoring about 15 a game for him leading the way, and then sophomore Carter Kent about 14 a game. Um, Kent and Manowitz both really good shooters, so they'll be uh, tough to beat, but they do have the tougher road. Jeffersonville, uh, a young team building behind uh, really three or four sophomores, Trey Singleton. Uh, about fourteen points, eight rebounds a game. Michael Cooper, thirteen points a game. PJ Douglas, thirteen points a game, all sophomores. So um they'll be a team to watch, but uh I gotta go with Jennings County, Jennings County in this one, Sharks.
1: Yeah, I think I'll I'm gonna take them as well. I think they're you know they beat Bedford North Lawrence earlier in the year. Um it's right down the road for them. So I think they've got uh what it takes to to come out of the sectional field, like you said, the traditional powers, of Floyd Centrals, the New Albany's, the Jeffersonville's, the teams we usually are talking about as the favorites for this sectional, just maybe not there this year. Uh, you talked about uh, Jeffersonville building a young crew that's definitely going to be uh, a group to watch here, you know, the next couple of years, but just maybe not ready yet. So I'm going to take Jennings County as well.
0: All right. And then our final four day sectional in uh, Jefferson or or Evansville North, my bad.
1: Yeah. And uh, some quality down here. You know, we haven't heard a lot of of Evansville teams, you know, this other, you know, the rest of the state here. Uh, Wrights and Castle, two really good teams starting us off Tuesday. Jasper and Evansville Harrison, all four of those teams are above 500. So that should be a really good Tuesday night at Evansville North. Uh, Evansville Central gets the Wrights-Castle winner, and Evansville North, the hosts, get the Jasper-Harrison winner. And, Trevor, this is a really balanced field led by those teams that we talked about on Tuesday night.
0: Yeah, I really think any team in this section could really win it. Uh, no bad pick, really. But uh, really starts with those top four, Wrights-Castle, Harrison. Um, I'd probably even throw... North and uh, I mean, Jasper in there as well. But Castle, led by a high scoring senior, Weston Egner, scoring about 24 a game, one of the best scorers in the state. He uh, does it mainly going to the hoop. Big time slasher uses his body to to finish inside. Wright's a little bit more balanced behind Isaac Higgs, um, scoring about 18 a game. They have a freshman, Braylon Langley, eight points, seven rebounds a game. Uh, just really good balance from Wright's overall. Um, Jaden Sanders and Will Kirkland, um, kind of adding to those guys. So um, good mix there. Harrison might be one year away. Uh, Shane Sims scoring 15 a game. Uh, Malachi McNair, 13 and 9 each night. And then Eli Spear, really good three-point shooter. So Harrison can be a team to watch, uh, if not this year, next year. Um, North is another team with a bunch of juniors. Braden Hubner. uh, Caden Gallhausen um leading the way there. So really good sectional down in Evansville North. Um I think I'm gonna go with the balance of Wrights in this one. Shark uh I like you know just having it spread out a little bit more and then Higgs, the uh senior point guard leading the way. So I'll go with them. Okay, and I'm going to take uh I'm gonna take Evansville
1: Harrison. Um like you said, Wrights is gonna have a tough game with Castle. Um, to start with, I think Harrison. Um, you said just a having a good year. They started out kind of slow, three and five to start, um, but they've won thirteen of their last fourteen. They are only lost a a big loss to Memorial by twenty, but you know they've they've beat Wrights by two at home. Um, they've beat Evansville North. They beat Evansville Central. So a team that's beaten a lot of sectional opponents here, I am going to go with Harrison. Uh, to take this sectional down.
0: Alright, let's move over to uh, 3A, start back up north at sectional 17. Um, Lake Station looks like the favorite here, Shark.
1: Yeah, and this is a, a fun Lake Station group. This is an eight-team uh, field at Hanover Central. Boone Grove, River Forest, the first game Tuesday. Lake Station and Griff at the second game. Wednesday night, we have Highland and Bishop Knoll, and then Calumet and Hanover Central. Uh, I do think Lake Station is the Class of the field here, uh, a very very senior laden team. It's pretty much their entire rotation are seniors, uh, led by Armani Gonzalez and Willie Miller. Both those kids around eighteen a game. Uh, this is a team that wants to to press you, force turnovers. They're averaging uh, about fifteen steals a game, so they want to get up in force turnovers, get out in the open court. Uh, not really a, a team that does a ton from behind the arc. Um, obviously Miller, uh, can shoot a little bit. Um, he's probably their biggest threat from deep, but, uh, really fun Eagles team that, uh, wants to play up tempo as well. I think they're the class of this sectional field.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think they're the odds on favorite, uh, Hanover Central, um, had a good year, 14 and nine chase Kuzma, Brad road, uh, leading the way from them. Bishop Knoll has some pretty good talent. Jayden Raina, about 16 points, four assists per game. Caleb Parks scoring 13. And then they have the freshman center, Matrell Harbin, scoring six and five per game. He's a guy that has a bunch of potential. If his condition comes around, he'll be a player to watch. But um, I'm going to take Lake Station on this one, Shark. Okay, yeah, let's head on over to... Uh,
1: Knox for a five-team sectional. John Glenn and Tippecanoe Valley start us off on Tuesday. Knox and Culver Academy, uh, the first Friday semifinal. Bremen awaits John Glenn or Tippecanoe Valley. And a uh, couple of good teams here. Tippy Valley, uh, Culver, host Knox, um, 13-9. John Glenn at uh, 13-10 on the year. So those four teams above 500. Bremen uh, struggling this year, just 2-20. and
0: yeah, John Glenn's won a bunch of games in the past few years, thirteen and ten this year. Um Tippy Valley eighteen and five on the year, but I think Culver's a Culver Academies is the team to beat. Uh Cooper Farrell leading the way. I think I'll take uh I'll take Culver Academies to win this one, Shark. Sure. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna take Tippecanoe Valley. Um they've got uh a couple good Uh, Good seniors here, Nolan Cumberland averaging uh, 18-5 and on the year, Um, leads the way for the Vikings. I'm going to take Tippecanoe Valley. I do like uh, Cooper Farrell and Culver, um, but I'm just going to differ from you here. A veteran Tippecanoe Valley team that's had a lot of success this year, I'm going to take them to stay on their winning ways and uh, take down sectional 18.
0: All right, let's go over to Jimtown. Marion has to be the favorite here, 22-2 on the season. Um, South Bend, Washington, 16-5. But uh, who else is in the mix here, Shark? Yeah, so Marion gets Clay the first game on Tuesday
1: night. Jimtown and South Bend, St. Joe's the second game Tuesday. Washington awaits the Marion-Clay winner. And New Prairie awaits the Jimtown-St. Joe winner. Uh, That potential matchup between Marion and Washington, I don't think Marion's going to struggle too much with Clay. Uh, That should be a dandy, the first game Friday night. Southman St. Joe, just 10 and 14 on the year, but I had a chance to see them back in the end of December. Uh, Chase Kinesny, a fantastic shooter, younger brother of J.R. Kinesny, a uh, star from a couple years ago, who's now at Notre Dame. Uh, Chase is a fantastic shooter in his own right, so he's certainly capable, especially with the draw they got. Jimtown, New Prairie on that side, uh, would not surprise me at all to see St. Joe in the championship game on Saturday.
0: Are you going to put a uh, surprise pick in for St. Joe there, Shark?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I'm going to stick with uh, with Marion. Uh, you talked about S- South Bend, Washington. Stevie Reynolds, uh, really talented kid, but just a freshman. He's not uh, um, maybe ready yet for a veteran Marion team that uh, really, you know, had the state championship in their hands last year and just kind of let it slip away uh, towards the end against Beach Grove. Uh, they're two-three zone. They've got some length here. Declan Sullivan, obviously leading in the way, but uh Zion Rhodes uh Darian Thornton they've got some really good pieces around Deaglin
0: and uh I'm gonna take Marion to uh come out of this sectional Trevor yeah that's who I'm taking Sullivan seems like he's been there for about a decade now um like you said Sullivan, Washington solid team behind Reynolds and then the senior point guard Marcus Northern really good on ball defender slasher going the hoop can hit some outside shots but I think Marion just has too much for him, so I'll take Marion to uh, win that one.
1: Hey, Trevor, let's head uh, south and east just a little bit to Napanee and sectional 20, five teams uh, doing battle there at Northwood. c in the Tuesday night game. Lakeland and West Noble, uh, the first game on Friday. Then Fairfield will take on either Northwood or Wawasee. Um Two, I think, teams that are maybe a cut above the rest. This is where I'm planning on going to be Saturday night, but looks like it's going to be a potential Northwood and West Noble matchup and a lot of really good guards uh, in that game with Cade Brenner and Austin Kripe, and then a battle in the front court between Braden Barth and uh, the Rash brothers.
0: Yeah, I think that those are the two uh, heavy favorites there, and um, I think it will be very tough to beat Northwood, uh, especially at Northwood. They have uh, the veteran group and a little bit more balance, so I think I'll take uh, Northwood here, Shark. Sure. Yeah, I'm going to take Northwood as well. I think it's, um, you know, I had
1: a chance to watch them at the Hall of Fame tournament, and uh, Tyler Rash, Cade Brenner, Cade Brenner, just a really physical guard that can shoot it. He's such a tough cover. Um, Austin Kripe for West Noble, Braden Barrs having fantastic junior year on the inside, but. Um, I just think Northwood, their size, they're not the deepest team in the state, uh, but I think their size um, just maybe gives West Noble a little bit too much uh, difficulty in Northwoods. Also at the home court, uh, we're going to go with the Panthers there, Trevor.
0: All right, let's go over to sectional 21. Garrett, can your uh, your winger crew uh, pull an upset here and win the sectional? Well, I I
1: do think they've got a a very beneficial draw the Saints start us out on Tuesday night against Angola. Um Wednesday night Leo and Concordia and the first game Garrett and Woodland, and the second game Heritage uh draws the bye. They'll play the Dwinger Angola winner and um Trevor, if you'll allow me to talk about the Saints for a little bit. Started out on the year, I believe 1 in 9. Uh they've won 8 of their last 12. Uh really kind of Uh, Behind some seniors here, Sam Campbell and Preston Ross. I know they're banged up a little bit. Uh, Campbell's been sick. Ross is nursing an ankle injury. But they also have 6'8 junior Caleb Lehrman, uh, who's had some big games for him. Cameron Quinlan, a 6'3 wing. Uh, That's a senior as well. Uh, Good shooter, good defender, uh, physical kid. So Dwenger seems to be coming on here towards the end of the year. Uh, You look at Wednesday night. Leo, obviously – you know, made it to state two years ago, semi-state last year, but they lost a bunch. Uh, the high shoes, uh, Nolan and Trey, Jackson McGee as well, fantastic shooter for the Lions, but they're just 9-13 on the year. Um, Concordia having a great year, a Johnny Washington, Cole Hayworth, uh, David Speckard, uh, Joe Tapp, who came off the bench for him last year. They returned everybody from last season. He inserted himself to the starting lineup, a good shooter. A secondary ball hand and then uh you look at woodland um their backcourt of braden smith and alex miller and then they have a really talented sophomore in the front court six five Trey Yoder a lefty that can go inside and outside and then uh heritage with the bye having Luke Saylor he's he can explode for twenty five or thirty any given night so um a lot of a lot of unknowns and a lot of interesting matchups here. You have the size of Dwanger The balance of Concordia, uh, guard play at Woodland, uh, a really big time score at Heritage. Uh, So I think it's going to be interesting here, uh, Trevor, but I'm going to take Concordia to come out of this one. They've been uh, close in the past, kind of fell as Leo had some good teams. I think, you know, this is a veteran Concordia team. They've, you know, like I said, their entire roster returned from
0: last year, didn't graduate anybody. So uh, the Cadets are my pick on Saturday night. Yeah, that's who I'm going with. I thought we might be able to differ if you would have just been a homer and taken Dwenger here, Shark. But I'll take uh, a Johnny Washington to get this done as well, so I'll go with Concordia. Okay, let's head on
1: over to uh, Frankfurt here, seven teams, West Lafayette and Western on Tuesday night, then the Hot Dogs and the Bison of Benton central the first game on Wednesday, Rensselaer Central North Montgomery the second game Wednesday, Twin Lakes awaits the West Lafayette Western uh, winner.
0: Yeah, this is a uh, pretty wide-open sectional. Um, I think I'm just going to go with uh, West Lafayette here, Shark. Kind of throwing a uh, dart at the dartboard here, but I'm going to go with them. They start off with Western. That's 12-10 and uh, on the season, Tuesday night. um, And then they'll play... The winner of that game plays Twin Lakes, who is and 8-14 on the season. So, I will take uh, West Lafayette in this one.
1: Uh, I'm going to take the Bombers of Rensselaer Central, led by a couple seniors here. Kobe Chapman, 16 a game. Tristan Wuthrich, uh, 12 a game. Um, you know, a couple guards that are able to um, really play off each other well. Um, you're looking at um, guys who also – Uh, Can really shoot it here. Um, You know, they've combined for over 60 uh, threes made on the year. They got some periphery pieces that can shoot it as well. Um, A team that, you know, is 18 and 5 on the year, led by Chad Pulver. Um, I think they've, you know, they split games with Benton Central. That could be a tough game for them on Friday night if that comes to pass. But uh, I'm going to take Rensselaer Central to uh, come out of
0: this one. All right. Uh, We had a wide open sectional 22 there. I don't think 23 will be as wide open.
1: No, Trevor. I think you got to look at the favorites here the Norwell Knights. Um, Oak Hill, 20 and 2, the Golden Eagles. They draw by here. Uh, They'll get the winner of Peru and Mississippi. Norwell, like I said, taking on Northwestern the second Wednesday game. Before them, McConaughey and Belmont. Um, I really like uh, Norwell. Uh, maybe the best shooting high school team or certainly one of them that I've seen all year. It seems the uh, four or five times I've watched and they're shooting about 65% from
0: three. Well, if that's true, then yeah, they aren't going to lose anytime soon. Now, Obviously, Luke McBride leading the way there. Um, good overall team. Um, I think that's why I'm going to pick uh, Norwell to come out of this one, Shark.
1: Yeah, I like Norwell as well. Um, it's not just McBride. You have the Bailey brothers, Leighton and Cohen. Uh Jake Parker, six three, wing can shoot it. Brody Boylan, a college football prospect. I believe he's going to uh play football in the Mac offensive lineman, just a you know, undersized at six one, but a country strong kid um that does not allow anybody to post him up. So, um they play a really tough schedule here. They've been really fun to watch. They just got a nice win against Homestead the other night. Uh, So I'm going to take Norwell as well uh, to come out of this Peru sectional. Peru, not a bad team. uh, 14-7 on the year. Uh, That Oak Hill matchup with them on Friday night potentially could be an interesting one. But I think Norwell uh, gets it done
0: here and the Knights move on. All right. Uh, We agree once again. Let's go over to uh, sectional 24. This one looks like it's – (laughs) Another one that's kind of open. Let's run through those teams real quick, Shark. Yeah,
1: Delta and Centerville on Tuesday night. Seven teams here, Frankton and Jay County. Uh, First game Wednesday, Yorktown and Newcastle, the second game. Hamilton Heights awaits the Delta Centerville winner. Um, Newcastle, the host, uh, 12 and 11 on the year. Um, You know, I really like Gavin Welsh, uh, 6'5", kind of combo forward wing they have. Uh, but they face it off against the Yorktown team who just dismantled them in the regular season, 51-28. to 28. So that's going to be uh, kind of a tough road to hoe there. Uh, I like Delta's draw. Uh, you get 8-13 Centerville and 8-14 and Hamilton Heights. Uh, the Eagles there um, I think have a, a real good shot to come out here. Uh, Yorktown won that matchup by 10 in the regular season, but that was all the way back in December. Um Trevor, I'm going to go ahead and take Yorktown. It's going to be tough to beat Newcastle on their home floor, but uh, I think I'm going to go Yorktown coming out of this one.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm going to differ a little bit. Even though you said uh, Yorktown did beat Delta, I'm going to go with Delta, Damari Hood, about 14 a game as a junior, and the Jackson Warriors, about 13. Um, Pretty good balance overall for Delta. I'm going to go with them to get over the hump and uh, get the sectional victory here.
1: Okay, let's head over on the west side of uh, Hendricks County here. Danville, uh, six teams there. Crawfordsville, and Monrovia. The first game Tuesday. Danville and Western Boone. The second game. Tri West gets Crawfordsville, Monrovia winner, and Lebanon takes on Danville and Western Boone. Um, like Lebanon getting a bye, they're fifteen and eight. That game against Danville could be interesting. There, uh, a couple of good teams potentially in the semifinal, uh, but Lebanon was a big winner over Danville in the
0: regular season. Uh, I just don't see anybody else challenging those two teams, Trevor. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, Another really balanced team, Lebanon. And they have a mix of uh, some seniors and sophomores kind of leading the way for them. So I'm going to go with Lebanon. I know Danville's had a lot of success in the past years, but uh, I'm going to go with Lebanon this year and have them get 6 25
1: Okay, let's head over to sectional 26. Who are you going at- with,
0: Shark? you going with Lebanon?
1: Yeah, I'm going yeah, to take Lebanon as well. Uh, sectional 26 at Northview. We have Owen Valley and Northview on Tuesday night. Wednesday night, South Vermillion in Windless Brown County. Uh, Edgewood and West Vigo. The second game Wednesday, Indian Creek draws the Owen Valley-Northview uh, winner. Just one team above five hundred, and that's Indian Creek at 12-8. and eight. Um, Really some – Nobody to kind of stand out, out here um, in this sectional. A lot of balanced teams, uh, kind of in that 8 and 15, 9 and 14 range. But uh, I think you got to look at Indian Creek and West Vigo as the two best teams. And with Indian Creek drawing the bye, I think that has them
0: sitting pretty here. Yeah, I think the bye gives it to Indian Creek. Uh, we've got a couple of really good players in. Um... Oh, uh, who is it uh siding. siding and uh crouch about uh nineteen and fifteen a game for them, so I think uh Indian creek gets over the the hump here and gets it done uh so I'll go with them, yeah, I'm gonna take Indian creek
1: as well, I think in uh, this sectional field, like you said, those two at about thirty five a game combined just too much for everybody else uh'll we'll head. Back up to Indianapolis, taking place at Shortridge, sectional 27. Uh, This is an intriguing field. Uh, Heritage Christian and Brebuff get a start Tuesday. Chittard takes on Heron. uh, Second game Tuesday, Garen Catholic gets the Heritage Christian Brebuff winner, and Shortridge gets the Chittard Heron winner. Um, Heritage Christian has the best player in the sectional in uh, Purdue-bound Miles Colvin Sr., uh, putting up big numbers for them, but They've kind of struggled to get sectional opponents' losses, but close losses. Uh, Trevor, do you think Colvin can lead the Eagles to a
0: sectional title this week? Um, he could definitely put him on his back, but uh, the wins just haven't been there for Heritage Christian throughout his career, so I'm going to lean towards no on that one, even though he is the, easily the best player in the sectional and uh, one of the best players in the state, if not the best right now. Um, I'm going to lean towards... Uh, Garen Catholic in this one. Pretty open field with Burbuff and Chittard, Um, But I'm going to go with Robert Sorensen leading the way. Um, a good shooter from Garen. I think he gets it done. I think he averaged about 18 a game. So I'm going to go with Garen Catholic to win this one.
1: Yeah, I like Garen Catholic, obviously, with the bye. Even though they're going to get the winner of Heritage Christian and Burbuff, um, I think Garen Catholic as well. I don't see you know, Chattard potentially on that other side. Uh, Probably got the best draw of anybody uh, in this sectional. But uh, I think Garen Catholic, like you said, uh, you got a big-time score, but you've also got some uh, ancillary pieces around them that can contribute, and uh, they've proven they can beat uh, anybody in this sectional. So I'm going to take Garen Catholic as
0: well. All right, let's move over to sectional 28, where you got the reigning uh, 3A state champs.
1: Yeah, and the reigning 3A state champs uh, got a really nice draw here. Uh, Six teams at Manuel, Washington and Purdue Poly, the first game. Speedway and Manuel, the second game. Uh, Ritter takes on the Washington-Purdue Poly winner, and Beach Grove awaits the Speedway, uh, Crystal House, Manual winner. Um, Beach Grove, they lose Anthony Ball uh, to transfer off of last year's state title team, but everybody else uh, is back. Cam Brown, Jeremiah Tate, Jeremiah Alexander, uh, a lot of guys who've done a lot of winning for the Hornets.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're another team that will pressure a bunch, have a good length and guard spots, um, can turn you over, can get to the basket. I'm going to go with Beach Grove. I think the only one that could really pull an upset here is Cardinal Ritter. I think they have a chance. Um, So it's not a stone cold lock for the Hornets, but I'm going to go with uh, BG on this one.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take Beach Grove as well. You know, they come into this sectional riding high. They did lose a four-point game. Last Friday to Whiteland, but had won seven in a row uh, ahead of that. Nice wins over Decatur Central, Perry Meridian uh, in that group. A good Indy Lutheran team. Uh, Played Southport to a two-point game, so um, they've done well against bigger competition, but I'm going to take the Hornets uh, to win this one as well.
0: All right, let's go over to Greensburg, where it's a a three-team race, it looks like.
1: Yeah, and there's some – I might open it up to a little bit more than that, but it's seven teams here playing in Greensburg, Rushville and Franklin County on Tuesday. Uh, should be a nice Wednesday night there with Lawrenceburg and Connersville, uh, and then Greensburg and South Dearborn. Batesville, 16-6 on the year, awaits the Rushville-Franklin County winner. I think the Bulldogs there definitely got the best dry. They kind of stay away from all the carnage that's going to happen on Wednesday night. Uh, could be sitting pretty here. Uh, but you have to like Connorsville. You have to like Greensburg. Uh Lawrenceburg also uh with a chance here and don't count
0: South Dearborn. So uh kind of wide open at the at the top there. Yeah, and Batesville gets the bye, uh sixteen six on the season. Um I do like uh I think I like Connorsville. Um they're just always so tough to beat. Kerry Brown always has them ready to play, so I'm gonna go with Connorsville on this one.
1: Okay, yeah, Connorsville just a th- three point winner uh, over Greensburg in the regular season, uh, uh, Trevor. And i I think I'm going to differ with you. I'm going to take the pi- Pirates here. Kai Dyer, uh, the point guard for them he's been a he's been around the block. You talked about uh, Deacon Selvin being in high school for about ten years. It seems like Kai Dyer was uh, back in Greensburg when uh, Brian McIntosh and Son- Sean Sellers were playing mm-hmm. for him. Ryan Wellage, uh, so. I'm going to take Greensburg uh, coming in. I think Dyer has a big week, and uh, the Pirates uh, claim this one as well.
0: All right, can't go wrong there. Let's uh, move on to
1: old Sectional
0: 30 shirts.
1: Yeah, Sectional 30 at Charlestown. Um, North Harrison and Court and Central get a start on Tuesday. Wednesday night, Madison and Scottsburg, Charlestown, Silver Creek, a team that's had a lot of success. Uh, in 3A the past few years, but they've obviously lost a lot to uh, graduation, and Salem just 1-21 on the year uh, draws the bye.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Scottsburg with uh, Wyatt Zellers, Cody Clancy, class of this sectional, uh, I'm going to go with Scottsburg to win this one, sure.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take Scottsburg as well. Uh, court and Central 18-5, and five, but I had a chance to watch them and just um, was kind of wondering you know who takes over for them they have they have some nice pieces but nobody that i really thought um yeah trevor i think Scottsburg uh is who i'm going to go with here just a little bit uh better run here um i think they've got a, a decent road uh opening up with madison just four nineteen 19 then a pair of 500 teams at charlestown silver creek so uh i'll take Scottsburg.
0: All right. Uh, let's move over to uh, sectional 31, the penultimate 3A sectional.
1: Yeah, and this is uh, kind of interesting here because you have a defending state champion uh, in this field here. Uh, seven Team Southridge takes on Heritage Hills uh, on Tuesday. Princeton Vincennes Lincoln on Wednesday, the first game. Then Pike Central and 1A state champ from last year, North Davies, making the jump up to 3A this year, uh, the second game. Uh, the host, uh Hatchets of Washington will play the Southridge Heritage Hills winner. Um you have obviously a huge star in sophomore uh Trent Sisley for Heritage Hills, but you have uh a veteran North Davie's team that won a state title last year. Uh moving all the way up to 3A so definitely step up in competition, but uh North Davie's certainly
0: capable of of winning in a larger class. Yeah, definitely an interesting situation where uh, I believe they were the first team to ever do that, pick uh, a higher class to play in, and uh, they moved up to 3A instead of going to 2A, uh, North Davies that is. So we'll see if they can uh, win a sectional here and uh, uh, be an interesting one. Like you said, uh, sophomore Trent Sisley. Best player in the sectional, one of the best players in 3A, one of the best players in the state, just a sophomore. Um, Can he lead Heritage Hills through a a sectional title? Um, I don't know. North Davies is a really good team, really balanced. Um, But I'm going to actually pick the upset here, Shark, and go with Heritage Hills to pull this sectional off.
1: I'm going to take North Davies. I think you look at Jalen Mullen, the the veteran point guard, and then I really like uh, the Twins uh Logan Wilson and uh Lance Wilson uh both 6-3 good athletes can shoot it you know I think they can trade off uh responsibilities you got Brandon Stickles in the middle at 6-5 they can uh score a little bit and man the glass so um I don't think size wise even though uh Trent Sisley you know a big strong athlete um I think North Davies can hold their own a little bit so I'll take the Cougars and that one and Trevor, that leaves us with just one uh three A sectional, sectional thirty-two at Boonville. Um, tons of balance in this sectional. Uh six teams, Boonville and Mount Vernon, uh, first game Tuesday, then Modern Day and Bossy. Uh second game Tuesday, Gibson Southern gets the Boonville Mount Vernon winner, and Evansville Memorial gets the Modern Day Bossy winner.
0: Yeah, this is uh I think I would have to say Evansville Memorial is the, the favorite here, Shark. Uh, there are some pretty good teams with Boonville, Bossy, Gibson, Southern. Um, probably even give Modern Day a little bit of a chance to win this one, but I think it, it starts with Evansville Memorial in this one, Shark. Yeah, I like Memorial too. Um, they were a seven point
1: winner against Bossy. That should be a real interesting uh, semifinal if that turns out to play. Modern Day might have something to say about it. I think the winner comes from that half of the bracket with Modern Day, Bossy and Memorial. Um and I'm gonna go memorial as well, Trevor. Um, just slightly uh, a cut above everybody else. A bounds field where you can honestly see probably five of the six teams uh win it, but I
0: think we're in agreement here with memorial. Yes, we are. Let's uh let's go ahead and go up to uh two a sectional thirty-three shark. Get us started here.
1: Yeah, up at Whiting at the big oil drum here, seven teams. Uh Gary 21st Century and Whiting start us off Tuesday. Bowman Academy and Lighthouse. And then North Newton and Ileana Christian on Wednesday. And uh gets the winner of 21st Century and Whiting. And uh I really like 21st Century. Uh Ashton Williamson, so a dynamic point guard for them, um, can can get it going. And they play a very, very tough schedule, uh, 17 and 5 on the year, but um their losses are pretty much all to really good teams. Uh, Zionsville, Hammond Central in overtime, New Pal, um, Kenwood out of Chicago. So uh, even though just a 2A team for 21st century, they've definitely been battle-tested.
0: Yeah, um, I think 21st century, like you said, behind Ashton Williamson, they've got Quentin Floyd, Lemetrius Williams, a sophomore, uh, kind of inside-outside threat, DJ Moss. I think they have uh, the pure talent advantage in this one. Ileana Christian and Bowman each have a chance, but uh, I'm going to a 21st century here, Shark.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go 21st century, like like you said, um, just a little bit too much in the hopper for them. Uh, so I think they'll uh, potentially be poised for a, a decent state run here in uh, 2A North here. Uh, we'll head over to North Judson for sectional 34. Uh, I think a clear favor here in the host Blue Jays. They get 3 and 19 Wheeler to start on Tuesday. LaVille and Hebron, uh, the second game Tuesday. South Central Union Mills uh, gets the Wheeler North Judson winner and South Bend Career Academy the LaVille and Hebron winner. And uh, the draw uh, definitely in North Judson's favor, the home court in, in North Judson's favor. And I think they're just uh, a little
0: too much to handle uh, for the rest of this field. Yeah, I give Lavelle a uh, slight uh, long shot chance here, but like you said, North Judson is a big favorite, so I'm going to go with them. Yeah, a veteran laden group. Uh, Kelson Jordan,
1: six six, uh, kind of combo forward leads the way, I think, for uh, North Judson. So uh, the Blue Jays look to to come out of this one and uh, claim a sectional title there. Trevor.
0: All right, let's go over to sectional 35. I think uh, this one has. A couple uh, favorites here. I think could go either way here. Yeah, and this has been one of the best um,
1: sectionals in all of 2A the past few years. A little bit, I don't want to say down this year, but just lacking some of the high-end talent. Uh, Connor Asijin, a couple of really good Cherubusco teams in the past. Westview's always uh, been really good. Eastside had a phenomenal year last year and just unfortunately ran into Asijin and Central Noble. Um, the Cougars last year's 2A state runner-up uh, draw the bye uh, in the second game Friday. They'll play the winner of Fremont and Prairie Heights. Eastside draws the first bye on Friday. They'll play the winner of Cherubusco and Westview. Um, really like uh, Central Noble here. They've got uh, some younger guys like Reddick Zolman, who didn't play a lot last year. Uh, Connor Lemon, the shooter from last year's team, along with Jackson Andrew. Uh veteran point guard Isaiah Guard, um, younger brother of Logan Guard, who started on their team last year, provides a physical presence inside. Um, had a chance to see them, liked what they do. Uh, then you have Prairie Heights that um has Isaiah uh Malone, uh six six, six seven can go inside and outside. Chase Bachelor, really thick six four physical wing that can score uh for Prairie Heights. I think those are the two best teams. Um, in the sectional, they would potentially meet up on Friday night, uh, but I think just the overall depth. You know, Prairie Heights really relies on Bachelor Malone to score a vast majority of their points. Those two guys are scoring, I think, around sixty percent of their points. So Central Noble, just the balance. I think they have a little bit uh, more in terms of options. So I'm going to take Central Noble in this sectional.
0: Yeah, I was kind of tossed up uh, between Central Noble and uh, Westview. I just like the Central Noble draw a little bit better, so I'll go with uh, Central Noble and get this one done. All right, let's head over to Rochester, sectional
1: 36. A uh, couple nice teams in here, uh, six teams, and this one, Winnemac and North Miami, the first game Tuesday, Pioneer um, takes on their U.S., um, 35 rival Lewis Cass in the second Tuesday game. Wabash gets the winnemac North Miami winner. And Rochester, the host
0: Zebras, get the Pioneer Cass winner. Yeah, um, this one's going to be interesting. I think um I think you have to think of Wabash as the favorites. Cat, Lewis Cass has a good year at 15 and 7. Wabash with the bye, and then play either a Eight and fifteen, Winamac team are one and twenty North Miami. I think that really gives them an advantage in the draw. Um, so I'm going to go with Wabash in this one. Yeah, I'm going to take the Apaches as well.
1: Wabash, uh, like you said, the draw in their favor. Um, getting you know Winamac eight and fifteen North Miami just one win on the year. Lewis Cass could get caught up with Rochester in the uh, second game, but. Um, Wabash did lose to Rochester by one just a few weeks ago Um, So don't count out the Zebras on their home floor That would be a potential um, championship game uh, rematch But I'm going to take Wabash as well, Trevor, to come out of this one
0: All right, let's move over to South Adams at section 37 Yeah, and this is uh, maybe not
1: as cut dry as it's been in years past with Blackhawk Christian uh, rolling through here. Still a really good year for uh, the Braves, 20 and three on the year, led by a pair of seniors, Engage Sefton and Josh First. Uh, they have a really talented sophomore in six 6'7, Kellen Pickett, you can go inside and outside. But uh, Adam Central, the Flying Jets, uh, certainly having a great year. Started out a little rocky, just one and four. Uh, since then, they've won 17 of their last 18. They're only lost on the road to a really good 3A West Noble squad by three, and they have been just dismantling people um, as of late, a couple of 25, 30, even 50-point wins here um, to end the year. Manchester, 17-5 on the year. Gavin Benton, a, a big uh, 6-5 kid can score around the rim, uh, presents a lot of problems for defenses. Uh, they get a decent draw with just two and nineteen bluffed in that Manchester Blackhawk Christian game. Uh, it's probably gonna happen Friday night. Adam Central maybe gets a uh, the best draw, five and seventeen Wico. Then a Lures squad that is kind of underwhelmed in my opinion this year, just nine and fourteen. Uh, they brought a lot back. They have, uh good guards, Cadell Wallace, a really nice junior point guard, left-handed kid that can score. Isaac Zay, uh Nick Thompson, football standout, one of the best athletes at the guard wing spot. Uh, in 2A, but uh, Trevor, I think Blackhawk Christian, just a little bit too much size up front with Pickett in first, engage Gage dynamic athlete and scorer on the wing.
0: Yeah, like you said, um, Adam Central having that great run makes me rethink it, but Blackhawk Christian 20-3 on the season. Like you said, Josh Furt's going to walk on at uh, Purdue to join his brother Caleb Sefton and then Kellen Pickett um, I think that'll just be too much. I would love to see that uh, either uh, Blackhawk, Adam Central, or Blackhawk Manchester game. Both of those, I think, will be pretty compelling. But uh, I'm going to take Blackhawk in this one. Yeah, I'm going to take Blackhawk as well.
1: Like I said, I think just and their schedule too. You know, they're tested against the three and four A schools out of Fort Wayne. So um, Braves here, I'm pick moving on. Uh, we'll head over to Delphi sectional 38. A uh, couple couple good teams here that are all playing um, on Tuesday night. Everybody here is at 500 or above. Uh, so really good quality with depth, one through six in this sectional. Uh, Clinton Prairie and Central Catholic get a start on Tuesday. Seager and uh, Carroll out of Flora the second game Tuesday. Delphi gets the Clinton Prairie CC winner, and Covington gets the Seager-Carroll Flora winner.
0: Yep. Yeah, um obviously Carol Flora having a great run here. Um they had a really great team last year, nineteen and four this year. Um it's so weird to see uh Lafayette Central Catholic not be a favorite here, but I think you gotta give uh gotta give Carol Flora the uh the favorite tag here. You do get a tough draw playing Seeger fifteen and six off the bat Tuesday night. Um, but really good sectional overall. Everybody five hundred or better, like And uh, I'm going to go – I'm going to stick with Carol Flora, though. Um, I think they get it done here, Shark. Hey, I'm going to go kind of against the
1: grain a little bit. I'm going to take Clinton Prairie. You know, this is a CC team that made it to state last year uh, in 1A but lost a lot. Um, Carol – uh, brought everybody back from a 2A semi-state run. They got halted by Central Noble, but they have a tough road with Seeger and a, a Covington team that at 12-12 and 12 I think is better than that record. So I'm going to take Clinton
0: Prairie uh, to come out of this one, Trevor. All right, going a little upset pick. At least we're different on that one. First one we've been different on in 2A, Shark.
1: Yep, let's head over to uh, Taylor, sectional 39 um blackford and taylor get a start on tuesday night eastern greentown and madison grant then eastbrook and tipton on wednesday elwood draws the buy and gets either blackford or taylor
0: yep um this is another one where uh i think you have to go with either tipton or madison grant um I think those are the two clear best teams here. Shark, what do you think? If, well, I guess Taylor in there, 17-5, playing Blackford um, on the opening game. But uh, who you like in this one? Yeah, I think Taylor's an interesting
1: team. They've had some uh, success from this year. Mackay McGee, Bears Moore, uh, the guard spots combined to average just under 30 a game. Um, you look at Tipton, obviously, you know, one of the most – Talented uh, two A programs throughout the course of uh the year. They've had some uh close losses. They played Kokomo to thirteen, which you may think ah, yeah, but you know they've lost to uh, Oak Hill and Rensselaer Central, both of those three A teams that are really good. Um, so can't count Tipton. Veteran coach Cliff Hawkins there. Uh, I do think that you know Taylor drew the best buy to have Blackford and then Elwood. So. Um, I'm going to go with Taylor, you know, Bob Winnell's crew up there. Uh, I'm going to take them just based off the strength of their buy.
0: All right, Taylor, good pick. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Tipton in this one, Shark. Okay.
1: So over to the last 2A North semi-state, Monroe Central. Uh, this is a really good section of last year. Uh, this year, due to some graduation losses, I think you're looking at a clear-cut favorite in Wapahani.
0: Yeah, Wapahani, big favorite here. Um, obviously, really good program. Have uh, Aiden Franks and um, uh, what's his name,
1: Isaac Andrews, Isaac uh, Nate Andrews. Luce. Nate Luce got some minutes as a freshman. He stepped up into a a bigger role this year. So the Raiders, you know, they. Uh, Lost last year to Monroe Central Who had a great team Winchester at 13 and 10 Has some balance Uh, Lapel a little bit down from normal Uh, But Wapahani at 21 and 1 uh, Especially with Andrews and Franks Their only loss was the first game of the year uh, By two to Muncie Central They ran off 21 straight And many of those in impressive fashion So
0: Yeah Uh, I Uh, think we got to go with the Raiders here yeah definitely Wapahani uh I don't see anybody else really uh challenging them, so I think we gotta go with them
1: sectional forty one at shenandoah, just five teams here uh only one team above five hundred that's eighteen and five northeastern uh they started off with shenandoah tuesday night uh sectional play Hagerstown and Knightstown first game Friday Union county gets northeastern and shenandoah, I think just northeastern here. Um, Shenandoah obviously has had some success in the past, but, uh, not what they've once been the past few years. And, uh, nobody else can really, I think, challenge Northeastern here.
0: Yeah. Northeastern, uh, another really heavy favorite. Um, I'm going to have to go with them. Shark just can't really, can't see anybody else challenging them this, in this one.
1: Okay, let's head over to uh, sectional 42, another five-team affair at Eastern Hancock, Irvington Prep versus the host Royals. Uh, On Tuesday, Triton Central and Indy Riverside on first game Friday in Cicina awaits the Irvington Prep Eastern Hancock winner. Uh, Trevor, I really like the Spalding Twins for Eastern Hancock. Um, James and Silas, a couple really high-scoring guards, uh, quick – uh have improved as shooters over the course of their high school career that was kind of a knock on them uh when they were younger not the most dynamic shooters but they've improved uh playing for their dad aaron spaulding uh on their home court uh got a pretty easy game i think to start with irvington preps so uh i'm gonna take the royals here in this one
0: yeah i think they're the the favorite here um but uh like you said the spalding twins can do a little bit everything pretty good athletes can knock down some shots um i think they're the clear favorites i'm going to take them but the uh kind of the dark horse would probably be triton central give them a chance but uh like you said eastern hancock is the favorite and i'm going to take them as well
1: okay uh head over to cascade um Interesting matchups here. I think University got the best draw. They start off with Sheridan on Tuesday night, then would play Cascade if they win in the second Friday semifinal. The other Friday semifinal, Covenant Christian and Park Tudor. Uh, You obviously can't count out Park Tudor with Jermaine Coleman, the pre-Fort Wayne commit, but University having another phenomenal year like they seem to be doing uh, year in and year out, uh, saving
0: Kane, the leader for the Trailblazers. Yeah, this might be the uh, most fun. 2A sectional with University Park Tudor, Covenant Christian, all having a chance to win. Like you said, Sabian Kane, kind of a bigger bodyguard that can knock down shots and get to the rim. Um, Really big-time scorer. Park Tudor, obviously, has Jermaine Coleman going to Purdue, Fort Wayne. Um, And then Covenant Christian, they've just been winning a ton of games over the last five or six years or so. Um, So be a fun sectional. Um, I'm going to have to – yeah – Kind of tossing it up here, sharp between the University and Park Tudor. Um, I'm actually going to go out on, I think, a little bit of a limb and go with Park Tudor on this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's certainly you know you look at their record at 14 and eight, and you kind of wonder, but uh, they play all those indie schools, the three and four A schools. They've um, certainly been battle tested. You have somebody like Jermaine Coleman, who's um, a six six shooter good athlete they did lose by i believe seven or eight to university but that's a close game that could certainly swing it i'm going to go with the trailblazers trevor but uh, definitely see where you're coming from with park Tudor, and uh that could be a, a pretty good pick come this time next week
0: well that's what i'm hoping for Shark. i'm not hoping to pick losers here
1: We'll uh, head over to Southmont, seven teams there. uh, Greencastle and Park Heritage on Tuesday. Wednesday night, North Putnam and Southmont, and then Cloverdale and Riverton Park. South Putnam draws the Greencastle Park Heritage winner here. Um, Kind of some balance here. uh, Teams that are all very familiar with uh, each other in kind of the rural area west of Indy. Um, I like the draw that Park Heritage got. I think that North Putt Southmont game, uh, those two arrivals, uh, that could get uh, pretty interesting in the first game on Wednesday. But uh, Park Heritage at fifteen and nine on the year, um, they're six and zero against sectional opponents. Uh, beat North Putnam by sixteen in December. Uh, I think they're just a little bit head and shoulders above
0: the rest of the sectional field, so I'm gonna go with the Wolves of Park Heritage. Yeah, this is one where you wouldn't be surprised if like four teams go Park Heritage, South Mountain, North, or South Putnam. Um, but like you said, that South Mountain, North Putnam game kind of scares me picking either side of that. So I'm going to stay awake, away from it and pick uh, Park Heritage like you did, Shark. Okay.
1: And then let's head over to South Ripley for five teams affair. I think there's uh, one definite favorite here, and that's North Decatur. Uh, they get to the host South Ripley in the first Friday semifinal. Switzerland County and Milan, both teams, uh, well under 500 here, get a start on Tuesday. The winner of that game will take on 11 and 12 Hauser in the second uh, Friday semifinal. I think North Decatur here, um, a class of the field, definitely has separated themselves uh,
0: at the South Ripley section with the Chargers. Yeah, 19 and five on the season. Um. It is a short field, though, only five runners, and uh, I would give South Ripley or Hauser a little bit of a chance, but uh, i got to go with North Decatur here, 19-5 on the season. I'll take that. I'm going to take uh, North Decatur as well, Trevor. And
1: Let's move on to uh, one of the most interesting uh, two-way sectionals in the state at Southwestern down in Hanover. Um, a lot of really good teams in this sectional. Um, headlined, I guess, by last year's 2A State Champs of Providence, uh, sitting at 18-4 this year. But uh, don't count out some of the other teams here, especially Brownstown Central, uh, led by Purdue Commit Jack Bender and uh, the host at Southwestern Hanover, drawing the bye. They're at 20-3 and 3 on the year.
0: Yeah, this is uh, – I said uh, the University Park Tudor section was going to be a fun one. This one is right there with them. Um, like you said, Brownstown Central Jack Better and Company, really tough team, but then you have Providence. Um, they made it state last year and uh obviously did very well there, so can't discount them and Southwestern have another good year. So it should be a really fun one. Um it'd be interesting to see what Brownstown Central uh does in this one, but I have to take them. I think they're the favorite and uh somehow get through this. Yeah, and I, you know, they have a potential
1: semifinal matchup with with Providence and uh, Casey Kalen, their star from last year's state title run, is back again this year. Um, a great defensive team. They really, as you saw last year's state finals, took Connor Sejan, who he was having a great freshman year up at Wisconsin and really uh, made life really difficult for him. Uh, got a chance to go see Brownstown Central, and it is a lot more than just Jack Benner. Uh, the game I was at, Parker Heyman hit 12 threes. Uh, they got Colby Hall in the middle, got a couple of other six four, six five kids. So they definitely got the size uh, to control the glass. And obviously with Benter, uh, he's capable of going for 30, 35, 40 points, uh, at least on any given night. So um, Trevor, you took Brownstown.
0: Uh, gosh. I, and you can't Go out on a limb, hand- Shark. Go out on a limb.
1: Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll take Southwestern Hanover. They oh, get the bye. Wow. You know, I think Brownstown and Providence beat each other up in that Friday game. That was a 10 point game between Brownstown and Providence at the start of the year. Uh, but Kalen got hurt in that one, didn't play the, the full 32. So, uh, you're taking Brownstown. I'm going to go Southwestern, Trevor. You wanted me to go on a limb. Uh, here it is.
0: Yeah, I, uh, kind of assumed if you weren't going to take Brownstown, you'd take Providence. But, uh, that's a, that's a big time pick right there, Shark. Uh,
1: Heading over to uh, North Knox, sectional 47, uh, I think the classes field, and it's a it's a good field with Paoli, Sullivan, South Knox, but uh, you have to look at Linton Stockton as the favorites. Um, didn't get a great draw drawing Paoli right off the bat, uh, but Joey Hart and crew down there. Um, I think you know the Miners ready to make a serious run at a state title appearance this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is a uh, heavy favorite Linton stockton team here. Joey Hart, obviously, dynamic, and uh, uh, Brayden Walters. Uh, what is his name? Back. Yeah, Brayden Walters. Yeah, Brayden Walters. And then who's the other one? Uh, Logan Webb? Yeah, Logan Webb. Uh, Obviously, Joey Hart, one of the best players in the state, uh, going down to Central Florida next year. Um, Then you have Logan Webb and uh, Braden Walters uh, flanking him. So, Linton Stockton, one of the best 2A teams in the state and uh, should run through this uh, sectional. So, I'm going to go with them, Shark.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with Linton Stockton as well. Just, you know, too much firepower there for the minors. Uh, And I think they've got a chance to, you know, potentially – come and make some noise and maybe make a run up to Indianapolis here in late March. Our last four, our two-way sectional, sectional 48 at Tell City. Um, I think class of the field here. There's only two teams above five hundred, and they're both playing in the first Tuesday game. You have 21-1 South Spencer uh, against 12-10 North Posey. Uh, the winner gets Perry Central in that. Uh, the other Tuesday game, Crawfords County and uh forest park that winner gets one and 22 tell city uh south spencer 6-0 against sectional opponents they did have a scare against forest park just a three-point win i believe but uh you look at that they're only lost one game by two and i think double overtime to boonville so south
0: spencer uh i'm gonna give them the edge here just a class of the field yeah they are the big favorites uh gotta go with them to win it like you said um uh... I would give Forest Park a, a long shot chance there. North Posey, kind of in that same realm. But I don't see anybody beating South Spencer in this sectional.
1: Okay, Trevor, let's switch gears uh, for our last class, Class 1A. Uh, sectional 49 at Morgan Township. Uh, the PCC and Friends Sectional. Uh, Couts in Washington Township on Tuesday Uh, Tri Township, that's uh, the old lacrosse high school, and Morgan Township in the second Tuesday game. Hammond Science and Tech uh, gets the winner of Coutts and Washington Township, and DeMott Christian gets the winner of Tri Township and Morgan Township.
0: Yeah, that'll be an interesting one. I think uh, Morgan Township has to be the favorite here. Keegan Holder, about 18 points, seven rebounds, four assists. does a little bit of everything for them. They've had a really good year. Uh, I'm going to go with Morgan Township to get this done. Yeah, I got to go with the host, Cherokees,
1: as well. Uh, Trevor, you know, the Morgan uh, – not the Morgan County, the Porter County um, Conference champions, um, did it in a uh, real convincing fashion with a win over Westville, just a four-point win over Coutts in that tournament. Uh, came back and won by 13 on the road at Coutts just a couple weeks after that. Um, and they've played some, you know, their losses, 3A Knox, uh, 2A North Judson, who we picked to win their sectional, Hammond Morton, a 4A school by one, uh, lost in overtime by one at Lake Station, a really good 3 team we picked to win that sectional. So uh, we're both going with Morgan Township here.
0: Sounds good.
1: Uh, sectional 50 at Triton, uh, seven teams here. Trinity Greenlawn and Culver on Tuesday. Uh, Triton and Argos on Wednesday, followed by Marquette Catholic in Westville. That should be a good Wednesday night there at Triton. Then Oregon Davis gets the Trinity Greenlawn Culver winner. Uh, the winner is definitely, I think, going to come from Wednesday night here. It's just a question of who, Trevor.
0: Yeah. Um, I really like, uh, Marquette Catholic. Um, Jason Kobe, Locust Balling, scoring about 19 to 18 points a game apiece. I think that's, uh, they have to be the favorites at this point, and I'll take uh, the Blazers to get a Don Shark. Okay, Trevor, I know you like uh,
1: Marquette Catholic. Um, I feel like every year in this sectional, I pick Argos. And there's something telling me that I should pick them again. But... I'm with you. I think uh, Marquette Catholic, um, just maybe a little bit too much firepower for them. Uh, They're also, you know, sixteen-seven on the year, but their schedule's a lot tougher than the other schools uh, in this sectional. So the record's um, a little bit deceiving. So I'm going to
0: go Marquette Catholic as well, Trevor. All right. I thought you were going to make a uh, upset pick there, Shark. You made it. I thought about uh... Argos, but (laughs) picked.
1: I picked them all the time, and it it doesn't seem to work out, so I'm going to take Marquette Catholic here.
0: All right, fair enough, fair enough. Let's move on to uh, 51 there, Shark.
1: Yep, at Hamilton, uh, winless uh, Hamilton Marines, 0-17 of the year, take on Bethany Christians to start us off on Friday. Just five teams in this one. Lakewood Park Christian and Lakeland Christian. uh, First game Friday, Elkhart Christian gets the Hamilton Bethany Christian winner. Uh, I think Lakeland Christian... Uh, probably the class of the field here. Um, you know, they lost a two point by two points to Bethany Christian uh, early in the year, but I think they can uh, come back and uh, rebound from that. So I'm going to take Lakeland Christian uh, to come out of Sectional 51 here.
0: Okay, that's uh that's an interesting pick. Um... I think I could go way off the board and take Hamilton at 0 and 017 shark but uh that
1: would be that would be very off the board. I'm going to put you down for that is that your final answer?
0: Uh not quite. <laughs> uh, I do think it's a toss up between Bethany Christian, Lakeland Christian and Lakewood Park. That's a mouthful. But uh I'm going to go with Bethany Christian shark. Sure. Okay. And who did you go with? I went with Lakeland Christian here. All right. Sounds good. Let's go over a 52 Shark.
1: Okay. Sectional 52 here at West Central uh, in suburban Francisville. Here, uh, every team in this sectional under 500. Um, you have Frontier and Caston. First game Tuesday, followed by West Central and South Newton. Uh, Tri County gets the Frontier Caston winner, and North White gets the West Central South Newton winner. This is the old uh, Midwest Conference sectional. Uh, from back in the day here. So um, going into this, uh, you kind of are wondering who you you want to go with here. I think the two best teams are, are Frontier and Tri-County. Tri-County won that uh, matchup to start uh, by two points, a 41-39 to 39 winner uh, in that one. But, Trevor, uh, what are
0: you thinking here on this one? Uh, this one will be an interesting one. Um, I do think Tri-County, Casting, Frontier, I'll have a chance. Um, I think I'll just kind of just throw something at the wall, see if it sticks. I'll go with Casting, Sharks. What
1: about you? All right, you're going to take Casting. I'm kind of torn a little bit here. Uh, Nate Corbin, a nice player for Tri-County, averaging like 13-9 and nine on the year. Um, I want to go with Tri-County here. I think the, uh, the Cavaliers, you know, they've proven they can win. I think Frontier is probably the second-best team in the sectional. Um, so I'm going to give them the edge here. I've already beat them once. They get a bye as well. Uh, so I'm going to go Tri-County as well. And Trevor, you said Caston. I'm going Caston. I'm going out on land to see what happens here. There we go here. All right, uh, sectional 53 at Southwood, uh, another one where every team is under 500. Uh, five teams here, Canterbury and Southern Wells, both with six wins on the year, get us started on Tuesday night. Northfield and Southwood, uh, county rivals there, will go to battle in the first Friday semifinal. At Smith Academy uh,
0: will face off against the Canterbury-Southern Wells winner here, Trevor. Yeah, this one will be uh this is kind of another interesting one. Um obviously last time I went with a uh full dartboard pick, but this time I think I'm going with uh Southwood. Uh like their senior laden team, Nathan Leaner, uh, Cole Weiner. Uh, I think uh go with those two and uh I'll take Southwood shirk.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna take Southwood as well. Gets a buy on their home floor. Um, they've won plenty of these sectionals before, so I'm going to take Southwood uh, as well. Let's yeah. head over to sectional uh, 54 here at Fountain Central uh, outside of Petersburg. Um Looking at the lineup here, uh, the Host Mustangs definitely got a very favorable draw. They play 0-21 Attica uh, to start. Uh, play on Tuesday night So they get the jitters out of the way uh, They win that game They would play North Vermillion In the first Friday semifinal The other half of the bracket Clinton Central and Faith Christian The winner of that game would play the Rossville Hornets in The second Friday semifinal And I just think the Mustangs um, uh, Far and away the class of this field They got a really good inside-outside duo In senior forward Mason Harden uh, 6'8 can go inside-outside uh, Strong kid And then uh, Will Harmon, the junior guard for them, can score it. Uh, Good athlete, good shooter. So
0: uh, I think the Mustangs uh, roll, stampede even, uh, in this sectional. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Shark, 19-4. and No other team has more wins than 11 in the sectional. I'll go with Fountain Central as well. Let's go over to Tri-Central. Looks like a heavy favorite over there as well. Yeah,
1: we have a uh, five teams here: Tri Central and Anderson Prep Academy in Tuesday game, uh, Cowan and Liberty Christian on first Friday game. Daleville awaits the Tri Central Anderson Prep uh, winner. Liberty Christian, the only team above five hundred here, sitting at
0: thirteen and nine on the season. Yeah, um, I've got to go with Liberty Christian. Uh, I think they're the the heavy favorite, just like the uh, last sectional that Found Central. <laughs> Liberty Christian is the only one over five hundred. Um, they played Cowan Friday night in their first game. Um, so I'm gonna go with them. I'm gonna go Liberty Christian as well. Um just think
1: this sectional field, they've uh played a little bit better schedule than everybody too. And um obviously the only team with the winning record, so I'm gonna take Liberty Christian as well.
0: All right, moving over to uh sectional fifty-six shark.
1: Yeah, it's taking place at try, and uh looks like we're gonna Potentially get the championship decided right off the bat on Tuesday night here. Seven teams here, and uh, the two favorites, Tri and Blue River Valley, uh, get us going on Tuesday night. Um, Cambridge City, Lincoln, and Randolph Southern, first game Wednesday, followed by Union City and Seton Catholic. Union Modoc will get the Tri Blue River Valley winner. And um, this is um, kind of an interesting balance uh, between um team like try who's got three guys in double figures all between uh like 10 and 13 Josiah Cox Daniel Davis Parker Burke and then you go over to uh Blue River Valley uh which is kind of just led by one person Wyatt Thornburg uh 18 points five assists a game uh three steals as well uh Lake Leonard at 12 a game gives him some support but Those, I think, Trevor, are the two class teams in the sectional here, and they're going to
0: duke it out to get us started. Yeah. Not only are they the best, but then you look at what they they played each other twice in the regular season. Try early in the year beat Blue River 41 36. And then January 5th, Blue River beats Try by 24. So uh, I don't know which is more telling, uh, which to put more stock into, but I've got to lean towards the 24 point victory by blue river shark and uh, that's why I'll go with them. Uh I'm going to pick try, you know, revenge oh, on the go. mind. Uh revenge
1: on the mind here Trevor. Uh they're going to be ready to go. They've had a few days to prepare for Blue River Valley and uh, they know they can beat them. They've done it before and they're going to want to get a uh, revenge so I'm going to go with try uh to come out of this sectional here.
0: All right. What about uh 56 so or 57 or White River Valley?
1: Yeah, seven teams here as well, Shackamack and Bloomington Lighthouse on Tuesday, then White River Valley and uh, Duggar Union on Wednesday, followed by Bloomfield and Clay City. North Central Farmersburg gets the Shackamack Bloomington Lighthouse winner. Uh, Bloomfield, I think the best team, but uh, Draw certainly not doing them any favors with the
0: Clay City Eels uh, on Wednesday night. Yeah, those are the best two teams, and uh, they play each other Wednesday night uh bloomfield 21 and 3 on the season clay city 17 and 6 uh bloomington lighthouse went 15 and 7 um shack and mac 13 and 10 but uh i'm gonna go with bloomfield i think they get through clay city wednesday night um and then have a little bit of an easier road the rest rest of the way so i'll go with bloomfield shark
1: yeah i'm gonna go bloomfield as well 21 and 3 on the year and their three losses Uh, north-central out of Indianapolis, and then a pair of losses to Linton Stockton, the second one, uh, just by one possession. So I'm going to go Bloomfield as well uh, coming out of this one.
0: All right, let's go over to sectional 58. Uh, It's like a little bit of a change from the past years about uh, who will be the favorite in this one. Uh, Yeah, we've got uh, this taking place at the Deaf School of
1: Indiana there um bethesda christian plays indiana Deaf the first game tuesday international and traders point christian second game um math and science will get the bethesda christian indiana Deaf winner and indy met will get the international traders point christian
0: winner yeah i think uh to me the clear favorites are bethesda christian and uh metropolitan obviously metropolitan uh Lost David Merriweather over the summer. That's a big loss for them, but uh, I'm gonna go with Bethesda Christian to get this one. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go uh, Bethesda Christian as
1: well. Um, you know, Met lost by 17, uh, earlier in February to um, Indie International or no, I'm sorry, Indiana Math and Science. So, um, Bethesda Christian gets that math and science team probably in the semifinal on Friday, but I think Bethesda just a little bit too much here. So uh, I'm uh, in agreement with you. I'll take Bethesda Christian.
0: All right. Here's a little bit of a more open section, I think. Uh, Indianapolis Lutheran sectional 59. Yeah, down on the south side at Indy Lutheran, Eminence and
1: Province Christer away the first game Tuesday, followed by Tinley and Greenwood Christian. That should be a good one. Indy Lutheran draws the bye, probably the the best draw here. Gets the winner of Eminence and Crystal Ray and then Victory College Prep will get Tinley or Greenwood Christian the second Friday game.
0: Yeah, this one definitely Lutheran at home gets a uh, the best bye or the best draw with the bye and then playing a weaker opponent in the Friday night, but um it'll be interesting to see if Greenwood Christian or Tinley comes out of that first game. Um, I mean that can that can determine a lot. Um, uh, and it's tough to take one of those two because they could be out in their first sexual game. Um, should I go with the easier draw or go with Greenwood Christian or Tinley? Um, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Greenwood Christian here, Shark. Uh, a little bit on a out on a limb, saying they got that tough first game, but I'm gonna go with them. And I'm going to kind of
1: hedge my bets here and take Indy Lutheran with the uh,
0: path they have. I think they'll be well-rested
1: on their home floor. Like you said, Tinley and Greenwood Christian can go either way. I just don't feel uh, comfortable picking either of those teams, knowing, like you said, they could be out
0: uh, on Tuesday night. So I'm going to take Indy Lutheran. All right, let's go over to Edinburgh and sexual <laughs> 60, Shark.
1: Sure. Yeah, another uh... – some some balance here at the top of this sectional. South Decatur and Edinburgh on Tuesday. Wednesday night, Jackson Dell and Southwestern out uh, Shelbyville, followed by Waldron and Morristown. Then Oldenburg Academy gets the South Decatur Edinburgh winner.
0: Yeah, this one will be uh this one will be I think a toss up between Edinburgh, Jackson Dell. I think those are the two heavy favorites, but then South Decatur and Waldron, I think, have outside chance too, so It'll be an interesting one. Obviously, Edinburgh's been really good the last few years. Seems like on their home court, they'll be the team to beat. So I'll take them. I'll take Edinburgh shirt.
1: Sure. Yeah, I'm going to take Edinburgh as well. Like you said, on their home court, um, kind of expected maybe a little bit more from Edinburgh this year. Uh, but their 13 and nine record still not bad. So um, I'll go ahead and take Edinburgh as well. And that moves us to sectional 61 down at West Washington. Uh, six teams here. The hosts, West Washington, take on Borden on Tuesday night, followed by Rock Creek Academy and Christian Academy. Uh, then South Central, uh, Elizabeth gets the West Washington board winner and Lanesville,
0: uh, just one win on the year, gets Rock Creek Academy or Christian Academy. Yeah, this one I think is a real toss-up, too. Uh, I'm going to go with Christian Academy. I think you, could, you can't really go wrong with South Central, Christian Academy. Rock Creek or Borden, but uh, I'm going to go with Christian Academy in this one.
1: Uh, I'm going to take
0: Borden. I know Christian Academy's
1: probably got the easier draw, but uh, I'm going to go Borden in this one. I think you know Doc Nash is certainly uh, one his fair share of sectionals down there, so I'm going to go ahead with with them coming out. Slightly tougher uh, path, but I think they're able to uh, come out of this one.
0: All right, let's go over and do a New Washington.
1: Okay, New Washington sectional, six teams here, uh, all of them under five hundred. Shaw Memorial in New Washington on Tuesday night, followed by Rising Sun and Medora. Then Trinity Lutheran gets the Shaw New Washington winner, and Crothersville gets Rising Sun and Medora.
0: Yeah, yeah. Looking at what they did against sexual opponents, Rising Sun, New Washington, and then uh, Trinity Lutheran all went four and one against sexual opponents. Um I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with New Washington. Uh, ten and thirteen on the year, four and one against sexual opponents, uh seven and five in class one A this year. So I'm gonna go with New Washington. Uh, I'm gonna take Rising Sun here.
1: Um, you know, they've had kind of been up and down. They've had you know three or four game losing streaks followed by three or four game winning streaks. So it's kind of a hard, hard team to um, pick out. But they get Medora in the first round. They just beat Medora last Friday by uh, 43. So uh, should be a should be a relatively Easing wind for rising sun, so I'm gonna go ahead and take them as well. Uh, taking the sectional title back to the banks of the Ohio, yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know about that one, Shark, but uh, let's move on to sectional 63. Yes, and this is uh, traditionally
1: the best 1A sectional in the state, uh, down there at Lagode. and uh, some of the old favorites. Maybe not as strong as they've been in years past, but uh, Orleans looking very strong this year uh, under Tom Bradley. The Bulldogs, twenty and three on the year, um, only losses have been to really good teams: New Albany, North Davies, and Brownstown Central, uh, three teams who are you know sectional favorites or close to in their own right, and uh, they're four and zero against sectional opponents, ten and zero against one A teams
0: uh this yeah, year a really strong team um like you said Lagodi led by Peyton Bledsoe that early February game between Orleans and Lagodi went four overtimes where uh Orleans ended up winning 62-58 so pretty much a toss-up between those two teams um like you said I think a, a sectional or two back I think I'm going to take Lagodi to get the uh Revenge here, Paul. Slight upset. I'm going to go with Lagodi to get it done. Okay, I'm going to take Orleans. I like
1: Orleans draw a little bit better. Um, Lagodi gets Bar reeve probably in the Friday night game, and uh, Bar leave Bar Reef. I'm sorry, just 12 and 11 on the year, uh, but they played Lagodi to to eight points uh, in January. Uh, no matter what the record is, with Bar reeve That's a program that's won. Uh, plenty of 1A sectionals down there In this meat grinder of a sectional So that's always going to be a tough game Even though the Lugoti's on their home floor So I'm going to give the nod to Orleans here
0: Alright, and let's uh, wrap it up In sectional 64 at Wood Memorial
1: Yeah, pen down uh, to Wood Memorial here Six teams, Evansville Christian The host Wood Memorial on Tuesday night Then Candleton and Evansville Day the second Tuesday game, Tecumseh gets either Evansville Christian or Wood Memorial, and
0: Northeast Du gets either Candleton or Evansville day. yeah, I think uh Evansville Christian behind your side, Dunham looks like the clear favorite here um, probably should be mentioned about day school Tyler Myers is a good chance of uh breaking the all time scoring record next year um just on a, a torrid pace down there, but uh I give the edge to Evansville Christian, and I'll take them.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take Evansville Christian as well. Um, like you said, Josiah Dunham, just too much here. You know, Tyler Myers, is obviously the big score at day school, but not a whole lot uh, around him. So I'm going to take Evansville Christian as well, Trevor.
0: All right, that wraps up our sectional picks. Uh, now we got to go out on the, the long-term limb here, Shark, and pick our uh, state champions in each class let's start off with uh 1a who are you picking ooh 1a here i'm gonna go
1: i'm gonna go bloomfield
0: Ooh, seems like a little bit of a uh, upset pick there shark a little bit of an upset pick i'm not
1: uh, I'm not crazy about any of the North schools. Uh, really, I think, you know, Market Catholic, Morgan Township and Fountain Central, I think are the, the three best Northern schools. Um, so I do think the winner is going to come from the South and, um, hard to see, you know, you know, you look at Lutheran, you look at Orleans, uh, as potential winners here. Uh, but I'm going to forget go about Lagoti
0: who I picked to win that section or sure.
1: or, Lig- or yeah, uh, from you uh, Greenwood Christian Obviously another team that it could potentially Make
0: a run here, but I'm going to go Bluefield Alright, Shark Going Bluefield uh, I might double down On Ligoti, put all my Eggs in that basket uh, Yeah, that's what I'm going to do Shark, I'm going to go Ligoti to be the state Champs, and you're picking Them to lose in the first round of sexual it Reminds me of last
1: year Oh,
0: geez, here so, we've
1: got Bloomfield and Lagodi, a couple of proud Southern Indiana basketball programs. Trevor, what about 2A? Who's your state title pick in 2A?
0: Um, obviously, a lot of the top teams uh, in 2A are down south. That makes me kind of want to stay away from it, maybe go up north. Um, I'm going to go with Gary, 21st Century. Um, obviously one of the most talented teams, let alone class, uh, in the state. So I'm going to go with Gary 21st Century. Okay, I'm going to go with Litton Stockton. I'm not
1: afraid of Southern Indiana 2A. I think the Miners are going to come out. And, uh, you know, they had a chance a couple years ago and kind of let it slip through their fingers against Andrean uh, right at the end. I think they – Get some retribution there in the minors. Uh, take down 2A this year.
0: All right. Uh, what about 3A? Uh, we've gone back and forth on our first selection, Shark. So it's your turn to go first in 3A. All right. 3A. Uh, I'm going to pick a school
1: that made it to state last year but didn't get the job done. This time I think they get it done. I'm going to take uh, Rob Berger's squad up at Mishawaka Marion.
0: All right, pretty solid pick there, Shark. Um, yeah, this is another tough one. Seems pretty wide open. Um, oh, man, I was leaning towards Northwood, but man, there's a lot of talented teams up north. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Northwood. I think they find a way to get it done. Um. Uh, just their overall body of work in the regular season. I think they're the best 3A team, so I'm going to take them to get it done, Shark.
1: All right, Trevor. So we've differed so far on our first three picks. Uh, Bloomfield, Ligoti in 1A, Linton, Stockton, 21st Century in 2A, Mishawaka, Marion, North in 3A. Are we going to differ in 4A, Trevor? Uh, I'll let you take the, uh, the first swing at this one.
0: Uh, well, I'm going out on a limb, so hopefully, uh, we're going to differ. If not, then I want to take it back, but. Chester did
1: Trojans
0: rebounding from last year. Trevor, is that what I hear? Uh, not quite, but, uh, staying up there, I'm going to go with, uh, the Penn Kingsman. Marcus Burton gets it done, um, possibly avenge their, uh, only loss of the season and, uh, They win a state championship, L. Rhodes, Marcus Burton, get it done, Shark. I'm going with Penn. All right, Trevor.
1: Penn's a a good team, but that's not one of the two teams I've been going back and forth between uh, to win state. Um, I think you know one of them that I'm thinking about, and that's the undefeated top-ranked Ben Davis Giants. I do think they'll end up playing the Kokomo Wildcats in the state finals. Um, Looky here, looky here. I think Kokomo uh, and Flory just too much for Penn, uh, a potential uh, semi-state matchup there. Um, But I'm going to have to, you know, nobody's beaten them yet, so I'm going to go ahead and go Ben Davis. I think defensively, especially at the guard spots, um, they can make it so difficult. Um, for, you know, anybody to get the ball in, you know, like to Kokomo to Flory or just make life miserable for Marcus Burton. I think defensively they're so solid. You have Zane Doty as a, a elite rebounder uh, on the back line, a, a shot blocker, big physical presence back there. Sean Arnold, like the ultimate glue guy in the state. So uh, I'm going to go with the Giants. Uh, I guess this means we're capping off an undefeated season on the west side,
0: Trevor. Well, not on my book, but uh... – yeah. It is uh, it is fun that we are different on uh, each class, so we'll see what uh, ends up happening there, Shark. Well, en- enjoy your good feeling now, because I have a feeling I'm going to be going 4-0 and here the last weekend of March. Oh. Wow. If that happens, uh, I don't know what the celebration will be, but uh, it's like uh, basically hitting the lottery for you, Shark. Well, you know, we'll same see. Odds, but... Same odds. <laughs> Those are our picks here. Um
1: as sectional week starts uh, anew here on Tuesday night. Uh, everybody has hopes of cutting down a sectional net on Saturday night. Only 64 will do so. Only four will cut down nets uh, at the Field House in Indy at the end of March. So, Trevor, should be another great
0: Indiana High School State Tournament here in 2023. Yeah, it'll be fun. The stakes are just so high. It uh, makes every game so fun during sectional week at uh... – We'll see how it plays out, and uh, we'll be back again later in the tournament to uh, recap and preview uh, other rounds. So thanks for joining us, Shark, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. We'll see you, Trevor.